My friend? Dallas Kurtz. Woo! <laughs> What's happening? How's it going, buddy? Oh, wonderful. How are you? I'm wonderful as well. Dude, I'm so happy this worked. Me too. <laughs> the internet's amazing. Man, I, I feel like such a big boy right now. Like learning how to use technology, talking to you over a computer, it's pretty amazing. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How are you doing on this fine Sunday morning? Oh man, I am doing wonderful. It's sunny out. Uh, probably go skating later. So always, nice. always a good Sunday. Wow, cool. Yeah. I wish I could come skating with you. Oh, I wish I could skate with you right now. That'd be amazing. But I'm it's... so. F I I wanted to skate today, but I'm so sore. <laughs> so beat up. I actually skated in a comp yesterday. Man, how how did it go? Pretty good. It was really fun. Yeah. Really fun. Uh, wow. Yeah. I, obviously, I didn't place, but like I, I skated really hard and I really enjoyed it. Had lots of fun. Nice. That's the, that's the key. Yeah, the format was really good. Really? Like, how did they judge? Um, it, it was like uh, I don't know. There was about twelve, thirteen people or something, and they just went in a cycle, and each person just got to do a line or a trick like every time. So it was just like this person go, then this person go. So it was like one person at a time. And then we just d went in like a cycle like five times. Oh, that's like, sick. Yeah, like each person got, you know, like you could you could flow a line or you could just go for one big trick or or whatever. It worked out really good. It was really fun to skate in that way. Oh, that that's how pop contest should be this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it worked oh. really well. So who was in your heat? Uh, I was up against Randy Juarez, and <laughs> nice. Jeremy Townsend, Leon, Leon and Taylor skated with me, holding it down. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Feinberg was in the house. <laughs> Serious? Yeah. Aaron oh. Feinberg was there. He, 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 did, he didn't skate. He judged. Oh, that's amazing. But he skated a little bit like before the comp and it was sick. He's still so good. Oh man, like guys like that just have natural talent. Oh yeah. They could like be off skates for like 10 years and come back and like Elliot Fishbrain a drop rail. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. And was he doing it in Celtic frames? Yeah, I think he was in Celtics and he had those yellow USDs. <laughs> nice. <laughs> he's he's still he, that's his last pro skate. Is it? I don't know. I was it was it his pro skate the yellow ones? They might be. I'm trying to remember. I think so. He's still rocking them. Yeah, that's wicked. <laughs> still skating them really good. I'm, I'm yeah, so jealous. Yeah. Uh, Chad Hornish was there. He was skating oh. really good. So who ended up winning? Josiah Blee? Um, Randy Juarez won. Ooh, really? Yeah. Wow, that's sick. Yeah. Good for him. He's man. He's killing it. He must be like 30, 31 now. Yeah, he's getting up there. He did some really big tricks. Oh, sick! Really good. Threw down some backflip action. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, is uh, is the skate barn closed now? I think so. Yeah, this one was at a different uh different park, like a smaller indoor skate park. Nice. Was it was it funner than barn burner or like skate barn? Yeah. I thought so. Just, just well, skating-wise, um, no, probably not. But, like, comp-wise, 
Like I, Barnburner was so big. Like yeah, the ramps was. were so huge. I don't think I would skate in a contest at Barnburner. No, it was it pretty was, crazy. Yeah, but this park was like smaller, more reasonable. Nice. So you hit some good lines then. Yep, had some fun. Did some nice, man. some tricks. Yeah, took some falls. That's the key of rollerblading, man. Just having fun. <laughs> exactly. Just flowing. Dude, that that's awesome to hear. I'm glad you guys had fun. It's cool, like how uh, Canada, like, is starting to just like get on the map now. Like, we're starting to go to like these competitions in the states, and like some of our videos and like websites starting to be posted up. It's really good. Like, we're finally we're finally a little bit on the map now. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Canada's fucking awesome. Oh, I I couldn't ask for any better place to grow up in. Right? Yeah, man, the the people that we have are just ridiculous. Like, I had so much fun yesterday. Yeah, like, have you not seen the best rollerblading in your life, like, living in Canada? In Canada, yeah, there's just so many really awesome people. Really talented, really, really good. Really, like, you've been one of my favorite skaters forever. You're amazing. Oh, well, thank you, brother. You've been one of my favorites as well. Yeah, for the people listening at home, Dallas Kurtz is a professional rollerblader. I get paid. Woo! Yeah. (laughs) Tell us about that. Like, what do you do? Well, for my full-time job, I go into schools, like, all the way from kindergarten to grade 12, and I uh, teach kids how to rollerblade for my everyday job. So I go in and kind of just teach the basics, making sure they know how to stop, control their skates, like, do some backward skating, like, crossovers, and then, like, kind of do, like, some trick courses with the older kids, and then just play a lot of games and do a lot of fun things, so it's been, it's been a super fun job to have, and uh, this is my 10th year of doing it, and yeah, I've I've been paid 10 years to rollerblade, so it's pretty sweet. That's amazing, you're like a disciple of rollerblading. (laughs) And man, it's, it's amazing to see, like, when you go in and you promote like positive energy to the kids and promote that, like it's fun, like how their energy changes too. And like, even with high school, like all the skateboarder kids, like you go in and you have fun with them and like their, their perspective on rollerblading is so much different after a program sometimes just because they get to meet someone cool and see someone cool that they've never experienced before. So it's pretty cool. Exactly. Someone (laughs) like, it's so obvious that you love it to death. Like, Oh, Man, it's oh, go for just it. Look, even just looking at you skate, just watching you skate, let alone like how you talk about it, and and I'm sure like when people see that, like when people see someone who loves it that much, it it must really change their their perspective on it, you know? I totally, man, I totally agree. Like you, from being in Canada and like rollerblading, like as long as we have, you, you get to like really feel and like see the people that share the same love as as like you and like it's it's really awesome because like the guys i remember like growing up blading in calgary and guys like that are really good at like 20 21 they're like oh i'm too old for this and i gotta quit and like me being 16 was just like oh man i love this so much but like i I can't do this for this long and then like like now look at us we're like (laughs) 30 year old men like still giving her hard and like still loving every single time we put on our skates it's pretty awesome <laughs> yeah it is awesome it, and i have i felt the exact same way at 16 i would look at the 20 year olds and and the way they talked back then it was like oh i'm so old i'm i'm 20 i can't i can't be skating so you kind of thought like oh this is so awesome but i only got like 3 or 4 years left of this so there was always a feeling like oh i got to live it up while i can 
but yeah, we're like approaching 30. I'm going to be 30 in the fall and like I'm skating harder than I ever have, <laughs> like more just as often as I ever have. And it's more fun than it's ever been. Dude, like 100%, <laughs> man, 100%. Um, like it's, it's wild because like all my friends, like all the guys I know that are like kind of in the older crew, like that we've grown up with, like that's what you just said. Like we've been not degressing like we've been progressing in our skating like i have seen everyone in calgary like like not even hit the top of their game yet and everyone's just skating like so good and improving so much and like we're get we're only getting older and it's pretty pretty awesome to see yeah so how long do you think you're gonna how long do you think you're gonna skate oh man as long as i can just roll on wheels man i'll skate as long as i can nice i have I honestly like I, I know I've I've talked about this before, but I, I I think I'll be skating for a really long time. Like I'm Dude, talking like at least like eighty more years. I I totally think I am too, man. As long as my body and my mind's still good, man, like I'll be rollerblading till I can't even stand anymore. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like do you think you've been more spent more time on your rollerblades than your shoes? <laughs> Possibly, yeah, <laughs> yeah, possibly, because if you don't count the sleeping time or time spent sitting, yes, because that that doesn't count, right? Because like you're not you're not standing. So I think yeah, I've probably spent more time. Oh uh, yeah, I maybe I have. Oh that that's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is crazy. I love putting those things on. Oh, even like. Even when like you have like when you get a new pair of skates and you're working them in and your feet are just like going through hell and back, like you still love putting on your skates. Like your feet are just blistered and like you're just like you're just wanting to cry. You can barely skate, but like you're still loving just being on the blades. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went through a really bad time where my feet hurt like a lot. Like every time I would put on skates, I had horrible bunions and pressure points. And uh, can you hear my cat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she wants out. I closed the door cuz there's like some background noise, but give me give me one second. I'll I'll let her out so she stops. No problem. I'm coming. I'm coming. Sorry. No problem, man. When the cat <laughs> needs to go out, man, the cat needs to go out. Yeah. Where were we? We were talking about feet or feet. Um, yeah, yeah, hurting feet. <laughs> nice, good, good conversation. Yeah, I yeah, I went through a bad time where my feet just killed me, but I would still, I still obviously skated. But it's really nice now to have just really comfortable skates and like no problems with your feet. Like skating is just way more fun. Are you are you still riding the K twos? Yeah, I'm riding the K twos and the Sebas like fifty fifty. Oh man, the Sebas are amazing skates. They are, man. They yeah. are. You like riding Sebas too, eh? Oh man, like that's unless I'm aggressive skating, Sebas the only way to ride, man. <laughs> oh yeah, for your for your classes, you you rock Sebas. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, they're like the best all around skate, like for skating around. They're they're so fast and solid, and you really can't put it into words. But once you put those skates on, you're like, holy shit, like. These skates are so solid and fast. Like you feel like you can just go way faster than you think you you can. It's it's so true. Like when you when I first looked at them, like I was like, oh man, these are look like pretty bulky and like pretty crappy, like just like from all the plastic. But like like you said, 
you can't judge them until you put them on your feet. And once they're on your feet, it's amazing the control you have. And yeah, like you have a lot more speed. And like, I guess the one word I already said is like control. You have so much control of your feet and it's, it's just like an amazing experience to ride them. Yeah. And you've been, you've, uh, you've made the switch over to flat rocker recently. Oh, man. It's interesting. Cause you skated anti-rocker for a really long time. Years and like years. Religiously. So tell us about this, uh, this new flat rocker business. Well, I guess like after skating for so long, like you just come to a point where you just like need a new challenge for yourself. And like after riding the Sebas and just feeling like the control of my feet and just being able to like have so much speed and like movement, I was just like, I really want this for my aggressive skating. And so Joey hooked me up with a pair of physics and, nice. um, I won eight set of wheels at last year's pop contest. Boom. So, yeah. So I, I uh, hooked those up and uh, started riding the physics for a little bit. And so after I got like found my groove and like started to like get all my tricks back, I was like, why did I never skate eight down like for like all my life? Like it was just so much better, so much speed, um, so much more like mobility and like control. Like, man, like at a skate park, you can like turn on a dime. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You can flow a skate park actually way better. Way better. Yeah. You just have way more control turning. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that it's faster because I don't yeah. think it's faster than anti. You don't think so, hey? No, I don't think so. I think anti is just as fast. It's just not as, it's not as smooth. And it's like if, but if, if it's on like a nice skate park, yeah. then it, then I think it's this, the exact same amount of speed. The big advantage is when it comes to like turning and just the the feeling of it. It just yeah. feels so much better to ride all flat. A hundred percent feels so much better. So like now I'm riding like the Celtics, man, and like they're they're my favorite frame so far. Yeah, they're really good, eh? I need to yeah. get on some Celtics. I thought you were. I I was, and I my pair like wore out really bad, so I got to get some new ones. Right now I'm just riding like Volo frames. No, nice. I you should have you should have asked me to get you a whole bunch of pairs. I have like four pairs that I just sit in the closet downstairs. <laughs> oh, nice. They're decent yeah. frames, and they're like they're really cheap, and you can fit bigger wheels in them, which is why I'm riding them because I ride 60s in the middle, and normal oh. frames like you can't fit, you can't fit 60s. No, other other than the Celtics. Under other than the Celtics. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Nice. So, so when you when you're like when you're skating all day, do you ever? Because you still like skate at night, even like after you've been blading all day at work. Is that ever hard? Like skating so much or? Not not at all. Like uh, when uh, skating, like and doing it for work, and then like being able to get to do your own thing after. Like it's like work is like so much fun. Like I have so much fun going into work, but like work's work. And so when you're off, like it's nice to be able to do your thing and like man like i just i can't wait to like get out of school and like go to the skate park or meet downtown for like a skate sesh like it's that's like aggressive skating is my freedom well actually all of rollerblading is my freedom but i really like to aggressive skate and uh i guess like when you get off school and you get to just go to your world and do what you want to do on your skates it's it's it just gives you a new motivation and new juice just to get out there every night yeah, and you like there is a contrast there, like the the freedom that you have when you're just skating and you don't you don't have to do a job and you don't have to think about the kids and stuff. It, you must feel that like oh yeah now I'm free and I can just skate and and do exactly what I want to do. 
Exactly. <laughs> like, uh, and probably like for all of us, like guys that still rollerblade after all these years, like there's a reason why we do it. And it's like, it's, it's not just a sport to us and it's not just something we do. It's like, it's a big part of our life. And like, I would say like rollerblading is like the biggest drug I could ever have. It's like, I'm, I would say I'm addicted to rollerblading and you know, like I just fiend it. Like I just want to do it. I just want to be on my skates and like, like we were just talking about, like it just makes you feel like so free on like with your body and your skates. Like no one can tell you what to do other than yourself and your blades. <laughs> and and yeah. it's, it's a cool, it's like a cool game almost. <laughs> it really is. It's, and it produces so many really interesting personalities that, yes. that you get to be friends with and hang out with. Like, I think like now that I'm getting older, I really notice this, this kind of really special thing about people who have been skating for a really, really long time and they're still really passionate about it. There's like something about their character and their personality and they're just so much fun to hang out with because they're like big kids. You know, like skating really helps you like retain your your childhood because yeah. you go out and you you're just free and and you exercise that kind of that just unbridled like love of life. Like, I don't know, it's just so important in life in general to go and have fun oh, and to so go and have fun in a really positive way. And rollerblading is like the best, it's like the funnest, <laughs> most positive thing you can do like people people our age like normally they get together with their buddies and they just drink beer and that's all that's all good i wish that you could come over right now and we could just sit here and drink beer all day that's awesome but like if that's all you're doing you know it's like that's gonna that's gonna get to you eventually and that you're not actually exercising your your inner child you know when you no, go out man. and skate together you're really pushing your inner child and you're you're even like pushing yourself to like because naturally, as you get older, you kind of like you got bills and you got like your girl and you got all this stuff that that kind of like compiles on you and you can you can get kind of negative or, or or not even negative, but just kind of robot brain where you're going through this routine all the time, going to work, come home, make dinner, do the dishes, go <laughs> to bed. And you got to you got to have that release. You got to break it up and just realize how how fucking awesome life is. Totally, man. Like that. But like. It's just funny because like we have that man like it's amazing like how many people in the world don't have something like that they that they can have for their release um like rollerblading like to me like age is only a number and it's like like your mind is such a powerful thing where if you just keep yourself positive and just keep doing what you love to do like you you'll stay young forever you know and but that that comes with not saying like you got to have responsibility like you were saying like being able to like pay for rent and you know pay the bills and have your job but like people need to have an outlet and a freedom and it's it's amazing how it just calms you and just makes you so much more um like happy in life and just like more peaceful in life as well <laughs> like it's, yeah it's, but it's it's just funny because like a lot of people don't have that like they get caught up in the normal person's life and it's it's oh i have to go work this job and you know and have a kid and do this and I quit everything I like love to do but like that comes part of life but you still got to have your part of life as well that makes you feel young and just happy yeah <laughs> and it it's uh it's something that you you have to fight for like it yeah. it doesn't come easy that's why most people don't have it 
Oh, it's because definitely not. it it's a it sometimes it's a battle. It's not always easy to like make time to do it or like you're always gonna have people who I don't know <laughs> like people in your life like like my old like basketball coach who would tell me that rollerblading was a waste of time and I should be playing basketball or you talk to certain people like geez you're like 23 and you're still like jumping on those banisters and getting crazy and you know you you can't do that forever like I'm sure you've heard this shit you know and there is a lot of influence from people to be like you know that's that's for kids you know you shouldn't you know but for some reason like it's totally acceptable for guys our age to go shoot hoops or to go golf or to go do certain things but then certain things are like oh you still do that like Man, like, because it's like, it's so out of the normal, like, it's funny even going into schools and like, a lot of teachers think I'm just some young guy, like some young (laughs) punk, like going in. And then like, I'm like, no, like, I've been doing this job for 10 years, and I'm 28. And they're like, what, you're 28 years old. And it's just like, (laughs) yeah, like, I'm just doing what I love. (laughs) Like, I still do all this because I love it. But yeah, man, (laughs) exactly what you said. It's, It's just so funny, like, how like, it's non-accepting like being downtown being like kicked off a spot like you still you still get treated like you're like a 15 year old kid and like they're they're treating you like you don't know what's going on in the world like oh are you guys even paying taxes are you guys like doing this and you're like yes like like like, i know how the world works like i've been paying taxes just like you like we're all 30 like talk to a 30 year old you know like it's just it's funny how people see it and uh like it's like but it's like being a skateboarder and like uh, BMXer as well, like the extreme sports, like you're kind of look at as like those, like I guess the extreme people, like unless like you make tons of money, but like rollerblading's always been kind of the underdog of the sports. But like I guess like being extreme, you're kind of like the punk kid and that punk person, and I guess people just think you're younger because of that, or or more immature because of that. But in reality, you're not. <laughs> yeah. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> And it's and it and it also it, I think they also see they they see that that freedom that we have and and even when you go skating you kind of you you dress kind of a little bit like differently than you normally would like you really just don't give a shit and your your jeans are all ripped up and you you're in that state where you like when I go skate I I just feel like I'm like a 16 year old kid oh every but, time man <laughs> yeah but with like a lot more wisdom and experience behind me like um like even going to to uh bellevue yesterday like if you think back to when you were a young buck and you were like going to like blade contests or something um oftentimes like for me um i had this like a kind of an immature outlook on it and i would have all these expectations going into like oh yeah we're going on this trip or we're going to this contest and I would have like really high expectations of myself and I'd have really high expectations of the whole thing. And like, I had a tendency to like kind of get disappointed because I would like think in my head before I was going like, man, I'm going to kill it. I'm going to skate so good, so good. And this is going to be awesome. And then you kind of get there and, and reality sets in and you're at this like new different spot. And when you're young, you like, you, you tried really hard to like impress people and you fall really bad or something. And I had a, a tendency to like get like almost depressed yeah. because, because the thing didn't work out the way I wanted it to, you know, and things like that. Like as I get older, I'm like a lot better at dealing with that expectation and that like, I don't know, I guess I have a lot more f- 
I'm better at dealing with the moment and I'm better at making the most of the moment and not expecting too much of myself. Like I know mm. I'm going to fall. I know I'm, I'm like, I know I'm not nearly as good as all these like ki kids in Bellevue that skate this park all the time and they're ripping. And it used to kind of bother me. Like I'd, I'd get down on myself, but now I'm like, I don't care. I, I do what I do and I'm having so much fun doing it. And I love, like, I'll hit like a kind grind on the coping and I'll feel really good about it. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, <clears throat> yeah, you know, it, a lot of it is like how you interpret it, you know? Yes. And it's not always easy to, it's not always easy to love it. No, it's, you know? it's, man, it's such like, it's such a mind thing, man. Like, uh, like what you say is like so true, man. Um, like I used to, like, I was, I've been at the same point as you. I, I think we, when we were younger, we, like me and you, like from what I get from you knowing you all these years and kind of like reading you, like you were a big sports person, kind of like me, you love to play all sports. You have a lot of energy like me and like, we, we love to play sports, but like rollerblading was, of course, our number one. But like you really get caught up because like I guess it is kind of like a com like like competitive kind of intuition in yourself to be like, oh, I got to do this. I got to skate this hard. And like yeah. that same thing, like being younger, going to like contests, like I would go in thinking that like I'm going to do this, 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 this. And then like it doesn't happen that way and you get really down on yourself. But like yeah. now looking back, I was just like, why was I down on myself? Like, did I have fun that day? Yes. Like, did I get to skate with all my best friends? Yes. And like, at the end of the day, my friends were still loving my skating. They were still loving just skating with me. And I still love skating with them. And like you said, as you grow up, you, these answers start to like really pop, pop out. And like, you really start to realize why you still blade and what the real meaning of blading is. Like, it's not to become famous and it's not to be rich. It's, it's a freedom and a love and a lifestyle and you get to share that lifestyle with a whole bunch of other men and, and women that enjoy the same thing. So, <laughs> yeah, it's an amazing yeah. thing. That's really interesting. I think, yeah, I think that that kind of attitude that we had as young people really came from our sports backgrounds Yes, because we were kind of like conditioned to, to be competitive. Yes. We were conditioned to like compare ourselves to everyone else and like, if other if ever if a lot of people were better than you, it'd be like, oh man, I gotta get better. I gotta be the best. Like, that's kind of this, this yeah, it's conditioning from sports. Cause in sports, that's what it's all about is being yeah. being the best. Like, you obviously enjoy doing it, but like, when I was a baseball player, I wanted to be the best person out there. I wanted to get on base every time. I wanted to make the best plays in the field. Like, I loved to be like a really good baseball player. And same thing in basketball. Basketball, like I loved. Like I remember, I I was like one of the shorter dudes on the court, yeah. And and I would I would just fuck. I could jump so high, and I would love just jumping right over the tallest dude on the court. <laughs> I remember one of my fondest memories from basketball was like there was, it was one of one of those teams. Like there was this super tall kid on it. I don't know how this kid was 15. It he must have been like 21. I don't know. It shit was rigged, but he was so tall, and there was all this talk about like this guy's height and like, and, and the coaches were like telling us how to kind of deal with it and how to like rebound and stuff. Cause it was a big issue. Like this kid, like the, these guys are going to own us. Right. They got this like seven footer, like what the fuck this Shaquille O'Neal motherfucker. And I was like the shortest dude. And the first play of the game, the first fucking play, 
ball got tipped back to me and I and I dribbled like really fast down the court one on one me and this tall dude and I fucking jumped and I and he didn't expect it I think he like because he's so tall right he just kind of <laughs> yeah. stood there and like put his arms up and I fucking jumped right over this dude and fucking laid it in right behind his head and oh. I and that moment just stuck with me that was like the one of the best moments in sports I just like I was like, fuck yeah. I just like <laughs> stared him in the eyes and I was like, it's on, bitch. I don't care how fucking tall you are. You know, like <laughs> I was so hyped. But but yeah, that that that, that competitiveness from sports, it kind of like fucks you up in a lot of ways. Like when you get older, because life isn't like that. <laughs> life isn't like trying to outdo people. Life is just like finding how you can bring the best to a situation, how you can yeah. enjoy that situation the most. It's not you being the best. It's like, for some people it is, I guess, like if you're fucking Alex Broskow or you're Chris yeah. Haffey, that's a possibility for them and that's cool. But like for dudes like us or for me, like we're good. Like we are really good at skating, but we're not, they're like the kids we're, can do shit that we're not going to be able to pull off, you know? Oh man, like, like, there's like a whole new generation that like there's things that we can't do anymore but like that's the realization you 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 get <laughs> yeah and you just you have to learn to enjoy what you can do and not compare yourself like be grateful that you can just like do a royale on coping like be grateful for the for the little things and i think once you like are really grateful for those little things then then you allow yourself to kind of like progress within that yeah and it's like you you can step it up and you can like we are really good, we just have to realize, you know, we have to appreciate what we can do. Now, like back on that basketball story, um, like, but come, like the positive from like that kind of like drive and and like that attitude towards that guy, like you were like fuck, like you know, like I just like totally like burned this guy, right? And you're just like it's on. But like I guess like if you were to take the positive from that, like like rollerblading is about driving yourself sometimes too to like push your limits and yeah, yeah. like so, sometimes you need like that little like adrenaline rush like that that sports rush again where you're just like you want to push yourself to that next level of being a little bit better or a little bit like just a little bit stronger on your skates like not for being better than anyone else but being better for yourself and that's that's what I love about blading so much is that like it's like I love all the sports that I play and I still love to play tons of sports. Uh, but like I get that adrenaline rush where you're just like you want you want to push your limits to the boundaries you can't and like yeah. in, in in moderation. Like I I know that I can't go like, you know, like five forty off like a you know, like a big like like twelve foot drop anymore. Like that's just that's just dumb. That's just asking to be hurt, you know. But, but you you do do shit like that still. <laughs> I do, I do. <laughs> <laughs> only on the good days, though. Only on the good days. <laughs> yeah. But it it is really good that we went through those experiences, and that I think that, in a way, that makes us good rollerbladers because we we have that drive in us, you know, like yes. that. And and going through all that shit when we were young, like being really competitive, <laughs> it really helped us push our skating. And like we owe a lot of the tricks that we have now just on standby, like the shit that we can do now with ease. That took us years and years of really pushing ourselves um, when we were young. And that competitive oh. nature, that like wanting to be the best and wanting to like kind of be noticed, like that really helps you like learn a lot of shit. Yes. So much, man. And then you give yourself this gift and now you're like 30. You don't give a fuck and you have all these skills. 
and it's and 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 I think that's when you you get truly rewarded for all that. Like that, like I feel like I'm being rewarded now for all the years that I spent like busting my ass. It's like now I can just enjoy it, and I can, yeah. like, not that I'm not pushing anymore. Like I'm totally pushing, but I just feel like I can. I don't know. I, I like skating is just amazing now. Uh. But if you yeah, but if you look back, like you kind of you kind of have been rewarded the whole time you've almost skated. Like I've. Yeah. I've been, I've met all my best bros and my best friends all because of some wheels on my feet. I've got to travel like so many cool places and meet so many cool friends like in other different countries just because like wheels, wheels on my feet and like I just get to see the world like in such a positive different view like and a lot of that is because of wheels on my feet. Not all of that but like you know like it's so it's it's really cool like like for I would never have got to meet you as a brother like if me and you never bladed, you know, so like, true. Where where would we be like if we didn't skate? But we're like a yeah. special breed, man. Like it's amazing. Like for even like all the pros, like Chris Haffey, Alex Brosco, like it's amazing what we put our bodies through and the limits that we push our sport to for little money, like for nothing. <laughs> and yeah. like you watch a hockey game, NHL game, like I love hockey, but like sometimes you watch these guys and you know that like you could get out there and make a better pass or like a better play and maybe like you're not in that situation but like you look at some of the games where they're just lazy and they're getting paid like a million dollars for like being there and you're like man put me in there man i'll block any puck like you know like (laughs) i I will play my hardest until i can't play anymore you know and like it's just like it's just drive like it's like work and like i think like if we got paid tons of money like we'd be pushing ourselves to a new limit too. But like, yeah. we got to stay mod- like moderate because we do have jobs that we have to attend to. We do have bills that we have to pay. But like, we still push ourselves. Like, we, we fall really hard and we, we get like broken bones, you know, a lot of stitches. And But like, there's something that still drives us to keep going every time like we come back. And like, and it's it's such an awesome sport. I love blading. <laughs> yeah. I, I think in a lot of ways, the, the, the fact that, it it isn't like we don't get like paid by it and we we have to go and do all these other things it 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 adds to what we do because yeah because it isn't just a job it isn't just like oh this is how i i make my living like it's like you have to fight for that moment and it really makes you look at it as just this like pleasurable activity it's it's not a job it's not it's not something you have to do like it's it's that the thing that you want to do and you yeah. learn to do it for for the just the sake of doing it, just the feeling that you get when you do it, and just the feeling that you get before you do it and after you do it, and the residual effects of that in into your normal life. Like we were talking about you on on the car ride, actually. Leon was talking about how you've been a, a really big inspiration to him. You had a really strong effect on him when you guys went to that rollerblading convention. Yes, and there's been a huge change in Leon lately and and one of the the things he attributes that to is is you he says that you were a really uh, a big inspiration to him the way that you would you you were Dallas with him, this you were the same person with him as you were with the the 50 year old ladies at the roll biting thing or like the owners of companies or like you know like you were Dallas, and 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 he was really inspired by how confident you are in yourself, and how, like, like you don't like tailor yourself to different people. Like you're Dallas, you're Dallas, and and people love you. Like 
And if they don't fuck them, like there's enough people in this world that are going to love Dallas Kurtz. If they don't love Dallas Kurtz, then there's probably something fucking wrong with them. Exactly. And like, <laughs> yeah, he was just really inspired by that. Man, it, it, it's man. Like, I'm, I'm glad, like, I'm, I'm glad that he gets my positive energy. Like, I think in life, like, if you're real with your homies and like get to show them who you are, man, like they're going to take that positive energy and, and be, be who they are too. And we, we all bring such like positive things to the world and we each have our own kind of personalities and like we have our, all our own unique, cool personalities that like we can all learn from each other and really feed off each other. And like when Leon called me a couple weeks ago and, and he really, like out of nowhere and he just told me that like I was a big inspiration to him and it was like really cool to hear that because like when when I when people meet me I I want them to see me and I want them to see how positive a person I am and just how much love and excitement I have for just living and just blading and just being who I am and like if if I if you stay negative and you're always concerned what people think like that, that directs more negative energy to you and it kind of brings you down in life. So I don't want to be brought down in life. I always want to push forward and just be who I am and be, be the fun guy I am. And I think because of that, like other, other people get juiced and they see that and they want to be the, be that the fun person that they know they are too. So if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like people see that and they want to be that. Like people yes. want to be Dallas Kurtz. Like when I, when I watch a section of Dallas Kurtz, I want to be like that. I want to skate the way you skate. I want to have that like ferocity, that, that, that intensity that you have when you skate, man, you fall so fucking hard. <laughs> that, that's the, that's the Calgary Alberta way, man. <laughs> Holy fuck. I was watching that that rpt section that you recently put out where you yeah. fall through the door at the beginning it's so <laughs> funny but you, man that mistrial where you oh, you yeah. miss your soul foot you and you fall straight to your fucking chest like 12 <laughs> feet up like was that really bad like did you wind yourself on that yeah like winded myself but like luckily for my hat man like because i always wear hats and so like when i smoked my face like my my brim of my hat saved my whole face so just like bounced my face off the ground so I, I was pretty lucky yeah <laughs> so the brim of your hat like stopped your face from just screaming the ground yes <laughs> holy shit <laughs> wow and, I, and that's not the first time that trick's done that to me man that oh. I, I was doing like this square drop rail one time and i was like hitting it up pretty good so like you know, just warming up, so I backsided it, back railed it, and I was like, okay, like, I'm going to either backside, backslide it now, or switch mistrial, and switch mistrial came in the head first, and same thing, man, just, like, went to jump on it, and my front foot missed, and I just, like, slammed at the bottom of the stairs, and, like, oh, like it's the exact same fall. <laughs> Holy shit. I know. <laughs> Have you, it doesn't, like, you take all these really bad falls, but I can't remember you ever being, like, seriously hurt. No, well, like, there, there's times that, like, I have been seriously hurt, but, like, because I I really love Bladen, man, and, like, like I said, it's, like, a big drug, man, and I just, I fiend it, and so I, I guess I'm pretty lucky, like, I really just have to, like, train my body, and I, I just, like, if I hurt myself, like, I kind of analyze my body and be like, okay, give myself a couple days rest, uh, you know, stretch it out, and really just kind of, like, 
like baby it for a couple of days. And then once I yeah. start feeling better, you, you get the skates back on, you can't let it beat you, but like, you got to hold yourself back depending what the injury is. But like, totally. even just going out and rec skating and just still going, like I need to be on my blades. And so I, I, I try my best to, to find a way to be on them. So even if you're injured, you gotta, I still need to find a way to be on my skates. And, and plus it's like my job as well. So I need to make sure like, I can, I can power myself to at least get to school and, and rec skate around a gym for a couple hours. <laughs> yeah, that's so important. Like, rec skating can be the most valuable thing to people. Oh, man, it's such a – it's even just to be on rec skates and just cruise and go for a good cruise, it's – there's so much, like, peace and passion in it. It's it's pretty fun. Yeah, and it's really good for your body. Oh, it's so really good. really good for – it's it's it can be so low impact and – and like get all those all those muscles in your feet that you use when you're rollerblading like you work all those muscles and it's like when you do go back to aggressive and you do start like really pushing it again if you've been rec skating a lot like it's so much easier to get back into skating oh dude so much easier and uh, on that option like it's pretty funny in schools like you go to some neighborhoods and like yeah some neighborhoods are richer than others but like you one time like I was at school and like, you know, like I used to jump off stages a lot of the time and like show kids like a bunch of tricks. And yeah. then like, so like you're jumping off the stage and the kids are like, Woo! like really cool. And then you're skating backwards, like really fast. And the kids have the same reaction. They're just like, well, I can't believe that guy can skate backwards that good. And they're just like, Woo! so like I just finished like throwing myself off a stage. And then I still got the same reaction for just skating backwards, being like, goodbye kids, because like, they've never seen people that can skate like backwards that smooth and that fast. And like, it's just yeah. like, it just shows you like, even if like you're strong on rec skates of just being able to control your skates, like people are still impressed with that because a lot of people don't have that control with their skates. Oh yeah. Like if you watch, like if you watch most people rollerblade, like normal people rollerblade, it's, it, it looks so awkward for them. And it looks oh. like such a challenge for them to like, just stay up on the things and then for us it's just like it's so natural and i think that's what it is it's like it's almost like it looks like we were born on the with these things on our feet like we're just so at ease on blades like people are like blown away just by that dude like like it's amazing like people are blown away just like by us being on our blades <laughs> like it's it's that's like the amazing part about it is like you can still motivate people by not being like the best trickster or whatever like actually like there's even like people I've met like there's kids that can like 360 soul grind down like big rails but when like they're skating up to the spot or skating away from the spot like they have no idea how to rollerblade but somehow like they can 360 onto like a rail and go down it but like yeah backwards or like roll down like a like roll down like just a ramp at like the skate park like they can't even do that and it just shows you like how how important like the little basic things are in your skating like like oh, a lot yeah. of people can get on skates. Like when I tell, like when skateboarders and like rollerbladers at the park, they're like, oh, rollerblading is so easy. And I'm like, well, like to a point, like I'm like, I bet you can get on these things and like jump up and down. Like I bet you I can get on your skateboard and ollie up and down. But like once you start getting technical, like into the, all these different sports, that's where it gets hard. Like, yeah. you know, like these guys get on like the rollerblades and like they're like the first time they're like, oh, look at me, I can jump. But everyone goes for the first Royale. Everyone's first grind on, the first <laughs> yeah. on it is a Royale. And it's just like, 
it's just like good night sweet prince <laughs> you know you're supposed <laughs> <Yeah>. to die <laughs> and so like you, know, like you get you get all these guys that like just talk mad shit and then they get on the skates and they always try they always try jumping for royale the very first trick and they just lay themselves out and like yeah. you just look in their eyes and they're just like oh they're just like like stunned of like how they just fell there so hard on such a small ledge but then like it just it just shows you like Every sport has easy beginnings, but once you're getting technical and into all the different aspects of it, that's where each sport gets really hard. Like, exactly. you know, like any, any sport's the exact same. Like, we can all grab a hockey stick and go shoot a ball, but, like, once you start getting more into it, like, there's stick handling, there's certain ways of holding the stick or slapping the stick that the ball go up or down or faster, you know? And, like, so you start getting so more technical into all these sports and, like, that's what I love about Blade, man. It, there's endless possibilities of making yourself better. Oh, endless. I'm realizing that so much with cone skating. Like, I've been doing a lot of cone skating. And yeah. even just, like, when I say cone skating, that that is even just, like, when I go cone skating, I'll put, that, put out the cones. But then I do a lot of just, like, flat ground tricks, like, outside of the cones. Like, just doing, like, flat ground shit with the Sebas is just so much fun. And you learn a lot of, like, pivot points and stuff from yes. cone skating. And then you can practice that just like on flat ground and all that stuff, like all these different kind of uh, foot positions for just rolling. Yeah. It's opened up my world so much and it's opened, like it's made me, it's given me so much more control on my skates. So like I have so many options at my disposal to like get myself out of like falls or, or the like, I don't know, just maintain control. Oh, like I, I feel like more control on my skates than I ever have. Dude, I'm so juiced. And like, I see that like it, it's wicked watching like the last uh was it Wednesday night edit at Bonzer Park yep and like you and Leon were starting to like bust out a lot of those pivots to like grinds like in your lines and then like it's amazing like like watching you guys do those pivots like that's what I work on a lot like as I work in schools and like like we were just talking about like there's so much like endless possibilities on your skates but when I saw you guys using those for like tricks like that's just like that's still the sport progressing that's just a, that's entering your tricks in a new way and a really cool way like it looked really awesome i was super hyped to see you guys do those tricks cool yeah, yeah i man. think there's a lot there's it, like we're gonna watch roll biting progress so much I, I i really just think we've just touched the uh, touched the uh, the tip of the iceberg with with the tricks that we're doing like i think for a long time for a long time like even even you, like, you didn't even start, like, rec skating for, like, or skating flat rocker. Yes. Until recently. Yes. Um, like, until, like, you were using your aggressive skates for a long time for teaching, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, um, well, then I, like, I'd say, like, four or five years ago, like, I started using the rec skates at school. And, yeah. like, that, that came with the bucket. And, like, I found it a lot easier in the gym. And so, like, that's, I guess, like, I would say like four, maybe like, yeah, four years ago, like I started to transition like that. I was like, okay, I got, I got to stop using my aggressive skates at school. Like, it's just like, it's not as fun. And so like, I liked, I liked the speed of the rec skates a lot more. And so, and just kind of like the smoothness of it. And so like, I started to transfer myself to use those in school and then my aggressive skates at night. And then like, then as I was aggressive skating, man, like I was just like, dude, like I needed, I was kind of like in a funk, you know, like we, we take rollerblading so passionate, like passionate and 
we're always thinking about new things we can do. And like we were talking about like going to competition and getting frustrated. Like it's really easy to get in a funk like in rollerblading because we we take it so passionately and so like like so aggressive. Like we we're in your face with our skating. And so like it's easy to get in a funk. Like when you go out for a session and you wanted the session to go this way, but you had a bad day, like it's easy to get in a funk or your blading isn't going the way you want it to. So it's just like for me, I was doing the same tricks over and over and I didn't feel for myself I was progressing and I was like, I need something new. And so I was just like, you know what? I'm going to ride eight down. And man, I'm so happy I rode eight down. <laughs> like, yeah. It's re-amped my skating. It's re-amped my whole outlook on skating. And I can't believe that I haven't skated like this for like my whole life. It's super fun. Oh, it's so exciting. I can't wait to see your first like section in Flat Rocker. Oh man, I'm excited for you to see it too. <laughs> yeah. Have you been filming much? Oh, a little bit. Like actually, like we had, we had a lot of snow at the end of winter here, and yeah. so um, now all the snow is gone. So all the boys are just getting like juiced again. Like Ryan Rue moved back to Calgary. Nice. Um, yeah, and then so like we have all the heavy hitters like you know DP and Kalo, and then Sean Unwin's been skating like mad core again. Oh and shit, that's exciting. Dude, it's it's amazing to watch. Like, wait till you see the new Sean Unwin clips. You're gonna oh, your mind's gonna be blown. <laughs> I bet that dude's amazing, man. Dude, one definitely. There's a reason why he's a legend. Like he's like yeah. he's like Canada legends, you know? Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's like a huge Canadian legend. Like people, I bet I bet a lot of people in the states don't know who Sean Unwin is, but Sean Unwin is such a good rollerblader, and he's been skating forever. Like for as long as we have. Yeah, oh man, OG. OG for sure. But like the man is just so amazing on his rollerblades. Actually, he's amazing at everything to be honest. <laughs> oh yeah, he the way he skates is the way he lives life. Like he is so he's so um um comfortable and confident and calm. He's so calm when he's doing like big shit. He's he's not the type of guy to like, you know, get all crazy and like, you know, like slap himself in the face and get pumped. He's just like so calm. He doesn't look nervous at all. And he's like doing a front torque down a drop rail or something. And he just does it like, like he just, it's like he's taking a bath or <laughs> like he's like getting a massage. Like the dude is just like in his own world and he's like, yeah, I'm going to do this. So there's no use like getting all crazy about it. Like I'll just do it. And he does it like it's intense. He probably has some like Britney Spears playing in his uh, like <laughs> headphones, just like yeah. like just always be like weird as music, but like 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 you said, so calm. And then like he'll just bust the craziest thing down like the craziest spot, and you're like, how does this happen? Or when he falls, like it doesn't even look like he's falling. Like he's like he'll do like like this like like his old kink rails, and like he'll just be like going going going, and then suddenly like he'll fall off, and like most of us would be like bucked off, like being bucked off a bull, but he'll just like go off all calmly, walk back up, and then do it second try usually. But <laughs> the, yeah. Sean, it's amazing, man. <laughs> it's amazing to watch. And even like it, the way he talks, the way he like approaches people is very, he's so calm. And he's, yeah. he's just like, yeah, he's an awesome dude. Dude, one of, the cool, one, of, like, one of my best homeboys, man. He's a yeah. wicked dude. So you skate with him quite a bit now or what? Oh, yeah. Nice. And then. And then he does uh, Alien too, so he works for he teaches rollerblading too. Cool. Who else teaches? Well, there's DP, um, and nice. then Sean, and then Sean Knight does it as well, and Tom Dixon. Cool. And, and who else? I'm trying to think. 
Yeah, there's quite a few of you. Yeah, there's there's a few of us. Were you like the first guy to get this or? Yes. Yeah, and then you've you've been with the company for a long time. You're like one of the senior dudes. Yeah. And so you like you get people jobs like. You... Oh yeah. Well, actually, I forgot. Uh, Kenny Telfa works for them too. So, um, like when I when I started, so that this is my tenth year with them. And then when I started, like. I just like was having a lot of fun and then they started growing a little bit and they're like, Oh, we need some more people. Does anyone know some more people? And then Kenny, Kenny came. And so I kind of put it like, I kind of told him about it and then he got the job and then Tom Dixon came and he got the job. And actually it was really cool because, um, when Tommy was here, um, we used to ride for true spin inline together and yeah. like me and Tom were really good friends, but at when true spin kind of went down, like kind of went down on a sour note, like, with like just how it was ran and stuff but like Tom really got like he kind of got like put up there like with like Mark and them because he was like the team manager and kind of like up there so he kind of like went in hiding for a little bit and like I hadn't seen him forever and so one day I was like going into the office and I see him there and it was really awesome to see him and like now like of course we skate together all the time and hang out all the time and man like it was really cool like he is so like Tom has so much passion for the job too he really that guy loves blading as well yeah, he does. So this this company that you work for is this a private company? Uh yeah, it's like a private company, and so like so uh, the 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 education the the schools pay the company for you guys to come in and and teach rollerblading. Yes. Interesting. So it's like the the government like uh has a budget for like extracurricular activities, and yeah, and then, and. Like, um, like some, like they do, but like some schools, like they'll put some of that budget towards it and then like charge the kids like $2 a piece and like it, it covers the cost pretty good. And then like some schools, like in kind of like the more like ghetto areas, like sometimes they have like casino nights, like where they raise tons of money for the kids to get opportunities to do like different things in their school. And so like aliens, like they're recommended pretty highly by, by the Calgary board for people to be recommended in. So like we like man it's been pretty awesome like 11 instructors that are booked full time and like wow. it's pretty cool yeah and there's nothing like that in Vancouver actually i i think that's pretty rare i think i don't think there's programs like that i haven't never heard of a program like that outside of calgary no well it, yeah like i've heard of like some people going like into like a school program just for like just a day but like when i was at that conference with like leon and aj it was amazing because like everyone there was just like we're all talking and everyone's like an instructor in blading but like when they'd come up to me and like ask me and like i told everyone like this was my full-time job they're like there's no way like you, they're like you mean you do this every day like for your job and i was like yeah like i rollerblade every day and everyone was just like stunned because they've never like like they all have a passion they all had a passion for blading just like us but like to see someone do it for their full-time job that wasn't like an aggressive skater or anything like they're just like whoa like that's pretty intense that you get to do that all day long and like yeah it's, i'm pretty blessed man like yeah it's pretty cool to have like to have this for my job and to have it in only in a place that i grew up in you know like it's yeah. not else so if i grew up in vancouver or like um saskatchewan like you you would be like i wouldn't even know about this so yeah pretty... it wouldn't be an option for you no but that, the, the, you should try to push to like 
start this in other cities because i mean if it's working in calgary dude it would be so big in vancouver there's there's a lot of rollbiters in vancouver like a lot of rec skaters yes like a lot of people rec skate like around the seawall and stuff like i think that program could be huge here man i i think it would like i've been saying that to the company forever <laughs> um, wow. but like man it's such a big market man like i i wish i wish i won like the lottery so i could like afford the a, a, the first cost to getting started you know like just being able to buy fleet and just like cover the insurance and stuff but yeah. unfortunately i didn't win the lottery so <laughs> but <laughs> not yet man not yet not yet <laughs> hopefully someday <laughs> yeah um, but i but, mean the, the just the fact that this model is working so well in this one place i mean it, it's got like you could easily convince a bank or easily convince people here i mean you you it's working in calgary there's yes. no reason why it wouldn't work here there's no reason why it wouldn't be even bigger here like oh, i think yeah. it would be huge here and there's such yeah i'm just so Dude. confident that it would work i'm kind of like confused at why it hasn't been done in other places i i'm i'm confused too man like see like i think vancouver is like a gold like it's like a gold rush, man, for like the inline skate scene. Like, I, I think like, like if I could do it any other place and like have a school, it's like, I think Vancouver would be like the place, man. And like, I really see like the possibilities. And um, it is like in the talkings right now with, with the company of like maybe me doing that. But we're just like this year, like we kind of like, we we were contractors before like considered contractors and this year we got made into employees and so the company's just going through little changes as well for the, for the better but like you like i think next year the talk will start being a little more like pressured and uh, like uh, you'll start i think i think eventually i will be there man teaching it i hope yeah, <laughs> yeah. um i know that you you've talked about moving here is that still like you're pretty serious about moving here in the future I am, man. I definitely am. Cool. I I need to uh, I need to skate with uh, you boys for as I get older, man. It, oh it, man, that'd be amazing. Dude, you you and Leon and like a lot of the guys in in Van, man. Like Josh Silver, man. That guy pushes oh, shit crazy, man. <laughs> like yeah, he talk. was he was supposed to compete yesterday. Josh came with us, and uh, but we got to the park, we skated for a little bit, and then. All of a sudden, I like went up to him, and he's like, "Dude, I don't feel so good." And he just went outside and just started barfing his brains out. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, cause he didn't eat much, and and he drank a six pack on the way there. Nice. <laughs> and, then, and then, yeah, it was too bad. But he didn't skate in the comp. But then he he ripped around a little bit afterwards. He was feeling better, and that that guy is amazing. Dude, that guy is so powerful on his blades, man. Like, yeah. One of, one of the best for sure. Like that's a guy that doesn't get like much credit and like deserves a lot of credit, you know? Oh, like, yeah. He's so good on the skates. I, every time I get to skate with him, I just love watching him, man. He's so good. Yeah. It's tough. I think like he's so good. Um, I think he's, he's always struggled in front of the camera. I think like he's always experienced the curse of the camera, like Josh Silver, like he'll just pull shit, right? Like he'll pull off amazing shit. And then it seems like when the camera comes out, like it always, it kind of curses him or I don't know, like, I think he's all, he's never like learned how to really thrive when they, when he's being filmed. Mm -hmm. And I think that's led him to like, kind of get frustrated and like not do as much filming just for that reason. He's, he just knows that like he excels without the camera 
and that's yeah. kind of like his thing like he just he just skates like he doesn't really he doesn't give a shit about like filming stuff but it's kind of a pity because he is so good it it uh it would be good if he could try to like document a little bit more because there isn't that much documentation of, of josh silver no and like and like man i wish the total same like i was I was, i've been wanting to like do some projects like where i just like want to like like i have such a passion for the blading scene as well like where i just like i see so much talent in canada and like no one knows about this talent like i like josh silver is like one of my guys where i wish i could just like film like like a weekend with him and like just get him like juiced and like put out a wicked section or like a documentary style thing where like people get to know who he is and like see his skating like his skating so powerful man it's it's like um ryan Roos skating as well like when you skate with that guy it's like you you wonder how these guys with so much talent aren't like you know like sponsored or like pro <laughs> and, like yeah. i wish i wish i made millions just to like pay those guys to like go on a tour through like the states and like be like this is what canada has man like this is what's up <laughs> yeah and he's so fun to hang out with man we had the funnest time leon miggy came with us Miguel. Oh, Mig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Migs. so it's Migs, uh josh taylor leon and me like packed into leon's rav4 and like we came we came home so late last night the comp ended at like eight and then we hung out for a while and then we went and had something to eat we didn't leave seattle till like 10 30 11 and then we got home at like three but we were like so tired from the from the <laughs> skating and like it was such a long day and by the end of it we were just delirious we were just laughing hysterically <laughs> in the car just laughing at the dumbest jokes like man it was just so much fun uh, a bunch a bunch of 30 year olds laughing in a car like yeah like, laughing at like talking about cutting off animal dicks and like <laughs> leon leon we went into this convenience store and we got gatorade and stuff and and we were looking at in the states they've got these like male enhancement pills just like they're like like go last all night and like like all these male enhancement pills and me and Leon were looking at them like I wonder if they work and so Leon bought like a five pack of these male enhancement pills and we all just like took took these for the ride home just for the fuck of it <laughs> and like we're like oh I wonder if we're all gonna get boners and just like <laughs> nice tent bro yeah nice tent man <laughs> yeah. but Taylor and Migs were like too pussy to take them they didn't want to take them they're like you guys are just gonna fucking get boners and this is gonna get all weird I'm not fucking taking those pills and we're like come on man it's just herbal it's just bullshit anyway it's not gonna work <laughs> take the male enhancement <laughs> yeah <laughs> so Bro, we were this... all like enhanced males for the ride home it was pretty sweet <laughs> but no no homo boners man <laughs> no homo, no homo. <laughs> yeah but we kept looking at each other like dude you have a boner no <laughs> i don't yeah me either me either i don't i don't have a boner now can you imagine buying that five pack and thinking like it would and like so you're like you haven't been laid in a while and like you like buy these pills and like they don't even work <laughs> like you're, <laughs> you're just so like juiced on like it happening and then like just like duds <laughs> like buzzkill <laughs> it's not viagra like i don't know if this shit actually works i mean it's got some some herbs and stuff i don't know i think i think it's probably just bullshit i think it probably just like gives you some energy and I don't know it's like vitamins and stuff i mean i don't I, I looked at the ingredients i don't it definitely isn't bad for you i think it'd be good for you it's all just like vitamins and herbs and and like animal dick and shit i don't know <laughs> but what it, kind of animal dick oh uh, like donkey dick 
<laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Can't go wrong with some donkey dick in your life. <laughs> oh, it was fun though, man. <laughs> we went we went to uh Leon helped helped this lady open this skate shop in Seattle or in Yeah, I'm um, Stacy. Stacy, yeah. Uh yeah. so we went to Skate Crazy and it's like connected to the Seba distributor warehouse. Whoa. Serious? Yeah, so we like hung out with uh, Naomi. Oh yeah, she she's pretty fun, eh? Yeah, she's cool, and and we uh, had a little cone session like in the in the warehouse. Yeah. And me and Leon like killed it a little bit, and and Naomi taught us some tricks. It was pretty fun, super fun. Yeah, man, she can rip it, hey. Yeah, she's like the number one cone skater in North America or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's... she's super good. Dude, it, it's really cool because like the best at everything just like make everything look like so awesome like yeah. meeting meeting naomi in at the conference in new hampshire like i I'd, I'd really never seen cone skating but like once she did it like even just like her basic stuff like it blew my mind because i was like whoa like <laughs> i've never done that on my skates and like i've skated a long time in my life and i've never seen someone that good at that style of skating like she made it look, she made it look powerful and she made it look rad. And like, so it made all of us want to try it, you know? And it's, it's funny, like now you, every, like a lot of you guys are buying cone skating and like a lot of us are like doing different style of skating as well. Like kind of like pivot points and all that. And like, like, it's amazing, man. Like it's amazing what's out there for blading. Isn't, isn't that amazing that you skated for 17 years and you had never, well, you probably knew about cone skating, but when you saw that really good cone skater, like in person, you were like, holy shit, like I never even, I I couldn't even do that. I can't even explain to you what she's doing. Like her feet are moving all crazy. Like, what are you even doing? And it's your sport. That's what you've been doing. And exactly. you're so ignorant to that kind of skating. Just imagine, like, what if there was like a whole bunch of different, like basically cone skating, but like things that, people haven't even discovered yet. I mean, like ways that you can use your skates or like different, basically different sports that you can create with rollerblading that people yeah. haven't even imagined yet. Like I do think there's things out there like cone skating, like how, what if no one even thought to just put cones down? Exactly. It's kind of weird. Like what if, what if no one thought of that? Like, well, I wonder, you know, like people I wonder, wouldn't like... even consider that as a option. Yeah, but I wonder if it, like, derived from, like, skate dancing, you know? Probably. Like, when – did they put cones down, like, for for dance skating? No, but, like, I think, like, all the movements and stuff, like, all the pivot points maybe, like, came from that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. A lot of the movements did come from it and also from, like, figure skating and stuff. Yes. I wonder – I'd like to research that, like, who 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 invented cone skating? Like, yeah. what is the idea of, like, putting cones in a row? What, who, who came up with that? You know, I think even in, in, you played hockey. Like, when you went to practice, did they ever put, like, cones down, like, for maneuverability, drills, or anything? Well, see, like, I never played organized hockey. I just played, always played hockey for fun. But, like, if I were to play, like, soccer, though, like, they put cones to, like, go in and out. But, I, like, you're not on your blades or on ice skates. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I guess the idea of cones, yeah, like, I remember in soccer doing drills and you'd, like, have to dribble, like, through the cones. Yes. I guess it's a way to, like, develop control, so it was, like, kind of an obvious thing on rollerblades. But people have taken it to such an extreme, like, that it is really, like, a different sport. It's crazy yeah. how, 
Yeah. We were talking, we were talking with Naomi about skate cross. Yes. Do you know anything about skate cross? Yeah, man. um, Naomi showed, showed it to us like when we were in the hotel and like, it's crazy, man. Like it's a really cool idea. It's a really cool idea. I think there's so much potential with that. We were talking about maybe trying to have like a, a skate cross section of pop contest. Ooh. Like if we made like a course through the park and it was like, Every, it was like timed so everyone yeah. got like one or two tries and the fastest time is like the winner i think that could be so exciting to watch and i could really i could see like non-rollerbladers getting really into watching that i think it could be really exciting because it's yeah. like the time to beat is this so the the person up like has to beat that time and like like maneuvering through like skate parks and like it could Dude. be such a beautiful thing to watch it can be a beautiful thing to watch, man. Like ev- everyone loves when people race for some reason. Yeah. Like, like see people go fast, and it's like ever since like beginning of time, almost like people just love racing. Like, yeah. Kind of, like trying to beat each other, or get from point A to point B the fastest. You know, like it's. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was really cool. She showed us a video, and like it was super cool. Like, what a cool new thing that we can adventure into, and like, like uh, going on to that, like. Lately, we've been on Tuesday nights playing, like, roller hockey, like, Tuesdays. Nice. And so, like, instead of Wednesday night rollerblades, like, we still have Wednesday night rollerblade sessions. But, like, just to get the guys doing something different than just, like, always meeting at a skate park or, you know. Like, a lot of us have been playing roller hockey. And, man, like, it's amazing how all of us have improved just our normal skating from just playing roller hockey, like, every Tuesday. You know? And, like, it's so much fun. Like, we've had so much fun playing roller hockey. And... It's improving everyone's skating and even like it's just getting us doing something different on our on our skates, you know, and it's it's amazing all those little little moves and little turns and little pivot points, like they really come to play when you play roller hockey as well. Oh yeah. 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 Oh it's I really wish I could come skate with or roller play roller hockey with you guys. Oh dude, I wish you could come play roller hockey too. Nothing Shit. better slapping a ball at your buddy in net. <laughs> oh, so much fun. I love playing ball hockey and I love skating. I've never I don't think I've ever played roller hockey. So it's really? bas- it's basically like the marriage between those two things. Like, man, that sounds fun. I'm going to have to try to get Leon or get all these dudes to like get together and have a hockey game. It'd be so much fun. Dude, and it's it's amazing because like we all like even some of the guys that like don't never played hockey like have come out and it's amazing just to see them like in three times coming out like like Mike Bosch, for instance, like never a big hockey guy, right? But like we we all know, like we're all sport kind of like oriented, where like we know the smart like smart places to be. So like it was really cool to watch him. Like the first day, like he was just following the ball around, like you know, and like not really getting in position. And then like it just clicked in where he was like, okay, like everyone else is over there, I'm gonna stand open over here. And like he just like cruised like in the open, and he he scored like five goals like in one game and like it comes from a hockey background but like he just started to learn about position and like where to be and like just like he knew if he was in front of the net with no one there like he's gonna get the ball passed to him and so it was really cool to see like he really he really improved his skating and like improved his hockey as well so it's pretty cool yeah well it's amazing how like using your skates in a different way can teach you so much so much man like it's amazing the basics can teach you so much yeah oh i really got a pee let's take a break okay this is amazing let's take a break and i'll i'll call you back really shortly okay how do uh, i how do i hang up um 
on the screen there, there's a red phone. Ah, I see it. <laughs> Sweet. Okay, I'll call you back really soon, and we'll keep this shit going. Okay, how long? Do I got time to poo? Uh, yeah, you could take a poo. I'll call you back in, like, ten minutes. Ten minutes? Yeah. Cool. Okay, peace. Peace, bro. What is up, my friend? We're back. Woo! <laughs> oh, man. I got the most exciting text. Yeah? Um, so Joey's been working on Mushroom Blading 5, which is the stag trip that you came on. Oh, yeah. And he told me that he's aiming to have it done for May 1st. Oh, dude. Which is really one day, soon. One day before my birthday, bro. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. What a, that's, a, that's a wicked birthday present. Oh, yeah, that's going to be a sweet video. Dude, the SOL birthday present. I couldn't ask for anything better. Yeah, I'm, actually, I'm really excited for that video. Actually, the best, the best birthday present I ever got from SOL was How to Be Unpopular on DVD. Wow. Like, the very first one. And that was like, it's one of my favorite videos of all time. How to Be Unpopular on DVD. That's a sweet video. Yeah, like, because I never, like, I... When True Spin went down, they took the only copy that we had in Calgary, and so I bugged Joey, 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 like to get to get me a copy. And then, like, I think like after my birthdays or last time I saw him, like he just like gave me a copy, and it was the best. It was the best thing ever. <laughs> That's amazing. You yeah. have a, you have some tricks in how to be unpopular, don't you? Not not the first one. Not the first one. No, like um, because you got lots first... of shit in OK Buddy. Yes. Um, how to be unpopular? I think. You've got some tricks in like the bonus or something. I'm trying to remember. Because I remember, I remember like, I think Stevie E went and filmed with you. Yes. And you had some tricks with Stevie E. Oh, yeah. And that was like kind of before we really knew who you were. It was like, yeah, this Dallas guy. And then, and then our pop, then our past cross, man. Oh, yeah, big time. Oh. The first time, I think the first t time I really remember meeting you and hanging out with you was that, uh, True Spin comp in Calgary? Yes. Yeah, that was a pretty fun comp. Richie was there, and Rage Dick was in the house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, we... <laughs> Dude, I, it's funny how you say that, because I, I was just sitting on, like, the pot, man, and I was just like, man, I wonder, like... I wonder when the first... Like, I'm trying to remember the first time I ever met you, and, man, like, that is true. At the... At, uh, the true spin cop. Yeah, that's, that's the first time. That that's awesome. What an awesome place to meet. Yeah, and then you you went to like the Eisler cues. Those were those were epic. Those were legendary <laughs> events in Canadian rollerblading. Man, like who who else does that? Honestly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like a huge party in Saskatchewan with people from all over Canada. Basically, that's what Eisler cue for those of you who don't know, was obviously put on by Richie Eisler in his hometown of Regina. And for us to go there, like from Kamloops, like we drove there. It took us like two days to get there, crammed into a little car. <laughs> and just just to hang out for like two or three days with everyone in Regina. And all the Calgary people went, all the people from Regina. We met up with like Dustin Werbeski, the And then there were people from like Saskatoon and like Edmonton. And like all over Alberta, um, 
Josh, did Josh? No, no, no. He came with us to Calgary. Yes. I don't think there was anyone from Vancouver at the Isaac Hughes. It was like Kamloops was representing BC, and then there was a bunch of people from Calgary. But yeah, it was just a huge party. We all skated and just got crazy <laughs> and all like met each other and like bonded with each other. And like a lot of the people that went to those things are like still friends to these day to this day. Man, like the best friends, man. Like, like yeah. um, it's, it's really cool. Like out of everywhere I've skated and everywhere, like I've gone, like even friends that come here. Like it's amazing, man. There's there's something special in Canada when you come skate here, and like it's not that we're the best rollerbladers in the world, but like we definitely bring something different. It's like our our personality and our brotherhood of skating. You know, like it's I have all my best friends are from all over the place. I'll I'll be like we were talking about before because of blading, and like it's just cool. Like we keep in touch, and like we do other things other than just blading now. But like we all met because of blading, and it's really cool. Like, who'd ever think that many years ago we'd all just meet up in Buck, Saskatchewan, and like just all party and skate? You know, like who who does that? Honestly, <laughs> like Man. I don't know. I don't know any other people that just like like do that randomly and have big barbecues like with people that you barely even know, but that you really love to get to know. Yeah, it it is a rare thing. Like people talk about it all the time. It sounds at this point, it's like it's cliche or it's just like said so much but it is a really special thing that people can like we don't know each other but we're all gonna go drive to to all meet each other all from like different parts of the country and and we're gonna like within those two or three days we all became like the best of friends it was it was it's fucked up it's a it's a weird thing it it was life's path for us man yep everything is meant to be and like we just embraced life and like we we just like man i'm so happy like we've had we've had a lot of good times in life bro oh yeah we're spoiled man do you remember the one time when me karma and jay came to kamloops that one time i do we're staying at Dana's, and you and joe you're driving up the road right as i'm getting (laughs) off the balcony into the hill (laughs) oh yeah i remember that (laughs) <laughs> oh man i was like yeah there they are dallas is falling off the balcony <laughs> that was fun that's when we we come in with the camera and yeah. then you, and go out onto the deck and you're like oh you're so hyped <laughs> dude man the best times like out of all the times i've been to kamloops like we've had some good party times in kamloops but oh yeah we've i think really that trip was like the craziest that was a pretty fun trip that was fun. There was also the time where you you came and stayed with me and Mason in our oh, apartment. Yes. That was a fun trip too. Dude, that was a very fun trip. <laughs> oh man. Dude, that was super fun. And and we had a that was the time we had a video premiere, wasn't it? In the theater? Or was that another time? Did we? When did we have a video premiere in a theater? Well, I oh, um Remember we all dressed up and Joey used to work at the theater? Yeah. And then we had a premiere for OK Buddy, maybe? Huh. Why don't I remember this? I'm trying to remember. And we, we all dressed up. And I, uh, I'm trying to think. But I, I, stay, I was staying in your, you and Mason's apartment. Yeah, there was a bunch of people. I remember yeah. there was like 13, it was a pretty, it was not a big place. And okay. there was like 13 people, like just so, everywhere on the floor. That, okay, <laughs> that, 
that's a different time. Okay, so another time was the video premiere, but man, that time was the best time because that's that's when we were driving the car and Mason when that's the time he went out of the roof and like over the car and then yeah. oh, the while he was going on the highway while the car yeah. was driving on the highway, he went out the one passenger the back seat window <laughs> over the roof and back in the other side while it, you guys were going like a hundred down the highway. But and man. then Mike Kill did it. <laughs> But that was the best because like the whole car when Mason did it was just like whoa like getting all wild and getting all pumped and then like Mike Kill goes out and everyone's just like dead silent like holy shit like he might die and yet we keep going like 100 110 down the highway don't even stop we just let him do it <laughs> man that is crazy I cannot believe I cannot believe that that's the craziest shit ever that was when we had a party at Jimmy Key's house wasn't it? Did we have a party at Jimmy Keys? Down in the basement there. Oh yeah. Were you there? Yeah, where uh, the shaving cream got put over all our oh, faces. Oh yeah, that was at Jimmy Keys. Holy shit. <laughs> that was a legendary trip. Man, I feel sorry for his parents that night. That was a crazy that was a crazy party to have. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, such good times. I can't I'm so happy Mike Kill didn't fucking die. <laughs> But, oh, shit. <laughs> but now it's a story that we get to laugh about and and it's amazing yeah we had really fun sessions at the park too oh dude the funnest sessions remember when uh me and dana came down during the winter and or and actually me and dan came down during the winter and we yeah. skated uh, the park at uh in winter time and i remember it being so cold that the snow wasn't even sticking on the cement remember it just like blew off man it was yeah, wicked yeah. that was a wicked session yeah, you killed it in the snow. A bunch of people killed it in the snow. Dude, Dana Beaver kills it in the snow. Is that when did you do did you do sweat stance to gap to dark side kind grind on yeah. the in, in the snow? <laughs> that's that's my that's my style, man. That's Calgary Alberta. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> oh man. I, I've been trained by monsters, bro. Yeah, we are spoiled brats. We man, like life is good. Yeah, we're so spoiled by all this shit that we've experienced, and then like we have this technology to like talk to each other. Like you're not even here, I, and I'm talking man. to you. But it feels like you're here, and it feels like I'm there. Yeah. Holy <laughs> fuck! It's like Dude. I'm in two different places, and you're in two different places. Man, and we're both in one place. Positive vibes, bro. <laughs> Dude, man, so are you? You said you you might go skate today. Yeah, man, I got to cool. got skate when the sun shining. The sun's yeah. in somewhat here. How about there? Uh it's cloudy, but it's dry. And you know, I was like so sore last night, I could barely even walk. Yeah. And I was delirious. At one point, I walked into a gas station. Like some <laughs> boys went up ahead, and then I walked in alone, and I realized <laughs> that I was just laughing hysterically to myself. All alone, two o'clock in the morning, the dude working at the counter is like, what the fuck? I walk in just howling and I was just laughing about nothing because I was just so delirious and like in just, you know, like when you spend a lot of time with a bunch of fucking clowns like Leon and Josh and you're skating all day and you're just driving and having some drinks and just getting wild. By the end of the day, your brain is just like frayed. Like oh, a fucking dude. mango seed, man. And, and like, it's just like, like everything's funny. 
like a zombie apocalypse, man. Like, yeah. like <laughs> you, can't, you can't even understand each other. You're just like talking nonsense. Like, <laughs> you're just laughing like hysterically, like over nothing. Like literally, like just like looking out the window, and everyone will look out the window, and everyone just starts laughing, and you can't stop. I love those days. <laughs> I love those days. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? So speaking of that, driving in a car with those guys. So as I was taking our break and thinking of our conversation. I really had to ask you this question. So you were taking organic Viagra pills while talking about me in a car. Yeah, this right. is true. Yeah. Trying to get boners while talking about me. I feel very honored. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Bro, I was like, popped up on male enhancement talking about <laughs> Dallas. Uh, man, man, I feel, I feel honored, man. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah that's awesome. I love, I love these. I love talking to you. Yeah, man. I get hyped when I talk to you. I get so hyped. Okay, I get a special juice. It's mad juice. Yeah. Where Where do you think you're going to skate today? Good question. Um, I'll probably just go pick up some of the guys and probably just pick a direction in the city and go. Cool. Yeah. Fuck, that sounds fun. I wish I could just... We got to invent a teleportation device. And then I could just like pop over. Just be like, hey, I'm blading with you guys. When man, did you see holograms with like Tupac? I saw that. Like that's crazy, man. That's like I think that's the future of the internet. Oh, that see, like you will be able to skate with us in a hologram. Yeah, yeah like, or in a virtual. We'll we'll meet up in a virtual space. It'll be like meeting up on World of Warcraft, but it'll be like a virtual like skate park, and we'll all <laughs> just like. You'll be, everyone will be lying like in their beds at home with these like crazy devices like t- attached to their head, but we'll like enter this like reality where we're all like skating together. We're all just fat as fuck. <laughs> yeah, but we can choose like cyborg bodies. Like we can like be like, oh man, I'm going to take a halfy body today or I'm going to take like, I'm going to take Shima for a spin. But it's your brain, you're experiencing yeah. it, but you have like this cyborg body. Man, speaking of that right now, who who's your favorite player to watch right now? Hmm, good question. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of them. I really did enjoy uh, PJ Ooh, PJ's dude. section that they, he put out with uh, Sean C. The Inri video. Yes. Paul John. I think I love watching Paul John. Um, I do. Who else do I really like? Uh, Paul John's really good, man. Yeah, I really get something out of his skating. Um. Montre is really fun to watch. Man, like he's like a robot. Yeah, Montre, but he's like he's like he's really hyped. Like I love I loved the footage of him at that contest where he was like pumping up the crowd and just like yeah. having a lot of fun. And he's just so good and he's so black. Man, man, why is it that like every like black rollerblader is just like the most amazing like rollerblader ever? You know, it's it's like they they have more their ancestors have more experience with dancing. It's like black yeah, people they, just own us at dancing. It's like white guys can't dance. It's like the same on rollerblading. It's like rollerblading yeah. is a lot like dancing. So like black dudes just have really good style because they're like dancing. They're like I don't know. There's something about the way they move is just more elegant than white dudes like move kind of awkward. Like and man, like, they can wear whatever they can wear whatever they want and still look like the most fresh and like big pimpin ever. Like yeah. Wearing, having big dreads, wearing a uh, jean jean leather vest or like a jean vest, you know, yeah. 
and like, but you still look amazing on your skates. <laughs> like, yeah, amazing. And athletically too, like they're they're really they're they're in really good shape. Like Montre is in such good shape. Man, like, that dude's jacked, man. That guy's one with his body, man. Yeah, that's why that's a reason why he's so good is because he's just so fit and he's so strong and powerful and he's just got like a fucking six pack and his core is ripped and like he just busts shit. Imagine being in the virtual world and like using his body for like one day and just being able to like gap the craziest gaps. Oh shit. Yeah, that yeah. would probably be the body to choose. <laughs> like, like We're all rolling around with these black bodies, but we have these like white faces on them because <laughs> we like want to still be recognized. Like <laughs> but it's like Dallas but with like a black body. <laughs> like shit, Dallas, you're so much better with a black body. Never with white body. Your body's so ripped. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. You look you look good. You look good. <laughs> You're like 65 and you look like this. This is amazing. That's where it's going though, man. That's where all this is going. Like the internet, like it's slowly just like the boundaries of reality are just getting crossed. Like we're talking, you're not here. Soon it's gonna be like we are actually in the same room. Like that's what it's like progressing towards is like us just being able to basically manifest our reality in whatever way we want. Like we could engineer an experience where we're just at a place, like, like we're just at a street spot. We could go back in time and skate like a spot that doesn't even exist anymore. We could go back, you know, skate some of the stuff we skated at Eisler cube. That's like been torn down, but we can just recreate it. Like, Yo, it's amazing. speaking of that, like, man, it's, I was just thinking like the other day, like, it's amazing to see all the transformations in skating of where we've taken it. Like, it's really cool. Like when I watch your guys' videos, like, man, I've seen you guys do like you, Joey and Dana, like SOL. I've seen you guys do so much crazy stuff, but it's like, it's cool. Like if like young bucks were looking at some of the videos now, like when they see mushroom biting, like a lot of kids are like, whatever, you know, but like the, the message behind it is so amazing. Like, where you guys are going with it but like it's really cool like i've got to see such a transformation in you guys skating where like you're still amazing but like you're just taking your skating in a different way like you're not one to you're 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 not a huge rail skater anymore you know like you've taken your skating in a different direction but like back then like not like probably like eight years ago i was watching you like ellie fish brain rails you know like it's it's really cool to see like everything you've accomplished in rollerblading cool yeah yeah. I'm glad that I'm glad that you uh you can appreciate it. It's oh. uh I thought I th- I'm 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 loving like the experience of making these videos like the last videos have been the most fun I've had skating. Dude, like, that's that- like the prime of role biting for me is filming for those videos and like pushing like beyond like I don't know like creating a kind of premise to work within that's that's different. It's it's almost like playing roller hockey where it's like a different activity almost but it is still skating yes now just like kind of like doing something different with it now like along that lines um you know how we were talking about like josh silver like how he kind of gets like embarrassed in front of the camera but we were talking about like how like we haven't really documented like how good he is you know now like for you yourself like with as much talent as you have like do you ever feel like you want to do something like like have a big section again or just like a big profile again or a big like kind of like documentary of like 
kind of pushing yourself again, like in the sports oh, way. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So for like, sure. man, and it really sucks because I think you really pushed yourself filming for um, Imagination, but yeah. man, like that sucks, man. Like just sucks the circumstances, circumstances, and like it just. It just sucks that footage hasn't come out. You know? I know. Well, I still, I still really hope that that video comes out. Like, apparently, it still is. I yeah. haven't lost hope. Like, that is really important to me that that video comes out. Because you're right. Like, I did really bust. I really pushed myself for that video. Yes. And a lot of other people did. Like Leon back then pushed himself so hard, and so did Dustin, and so did um, Matt Ledoux has some footage. Like we skated with Matt Ledoux, and he he pushed himself like everyone kind of like really believed in that and pushed it really hard. It's such a, it is a shame to see it. Like if it never came out, that would be a damn shame. Dude, like, man, you guys, everyone, you guys pushed yourself really hard, man. And like, like, I really, I wish I could see that footage. Cause you know, like it's really fun watching your homeboys. We're like, you're promoting like why well, role is so much fun and like for people to get that message. But like, we still have our competitive side where we're like, we can still like fucking rip it, you know? And like, yeah. I think that was one of your sections where, like, you would have shown a lot of people, like, I'm, this is me, this is Todd McInerney, and, like, fuck, like, this is my skating, like, in your face. And, man, you can you can deny it was, like, I, I can't wait to see it. It's going to be amazing. It's yeah, amazing. I can't wait. But that is still really important to me. I want to, I'm, like, with with the latest stuff that we're doing, me and Joey both look at it as kind of like a stepping stone. It's like a it's it's kind of a primitive kind of step in a certain direction but ultimately we do want to make something we want to go back to something more refined and yes. more um less rough like a lot of the stuff that we've been doing is just really loose and really rough and we're just exploring like different ideas you know and i think that's really important for people to to really cut loose and not worry so much about making the best thing but just kind of like do something different and 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 move in a different direction even if it's kind of rough and primitive and it's not like i think people are really concerned about being shown in a really good way where they're kind of limiting themselves in the way that they they can they can push themselves dude like 100 percent true bro like that's man that was an amazing quote <laughs> that was that was awesome like totally man like if you don't if you don't adventure out and try something new you don't know what else is out in the world you know yeah and like you know what your possibilities are for your blading or for why you're still with it like for all of us man like probably rollerblading for you too is, is such a big mind thing as well and so like when you try something new it kind of like refreshes your mind in different areas and aspects of rollerblading as well and so like it's cool man like i really digged what you you and joey are doing man like it's 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 pushed the boundaries of rollerblading you know like you've really stirred up the pot where like you're getting a lot of guys like coming back like and just viewing rollerblading a different way and it's really cool to see man yeah that's what i hope yeah yeah i just hope to stir the pot i think it's important at this stage to really stir the pot just make yeah. just change the way people are looking at it and it doesn't it's not gonna it's not going to hurt it. It's just going to like, people just do need to be more willing to suck a little bit. And that's in life in general. You gotta, you gotta suck before you can like learn something or like you have to start somewhere, you know, you if do, you're gonna start to do something, it's not going to, you're not going to be the top dog. No. And for a lot of people, it, that, that, 
that mentality like holds you back that competitiveness because you want to be the best so you don't want to like suck at something but then you're stagnant because you're not moving forward because to move yeah. forward sometimes you got to start at the bottom you got to start something new start at something that you suck at and so a big man. part of yeah advancing in life and in skating is like being willing to suck yes and and being humble with that too and like you know like when you man uh, you took the words right out of my mouth but like when you're out like that like you when you're humble of being like okay i've been at the worst there's only one way to go from being the worst and that's up and like if you stay patient and just keep working hard and keep your mind straight man that good time just like clicks in and like it's the best feeling in your body man it's just like the best feeling in your mind and like, yeah like dude it's, when it it's, starts to come together it's yes so, it and, rewards you so much and it's literally just like over a day like you could just have like like for skating like for blading like you could just have like a really bad day you've been practicing like this trick or this line at the park and like you couldn't do it all day and then you go home you kind of think about it you're just like kind of frustrated but juice that you're trying it then you go to the park the next day and you hit it first try just because like you you just like your body's ready for it you're ready your mind and your body's ready to like go do it and when you do it it's just like so rewarding man it's just so rewarding <laughs> yeah it's amazing oh. patient you said the word patient that's such an important word i think so just it, to be patient it, like patient with yourself and because patient. things aren't going to happen overnight but it, you have to be patient and kind of enjoy that the process and not worry so much about getting to that destination it's just life is a journey man exactly <laughs> um, it's not a destination it's a journey it, it is a journey and it's an adventure. Fuck yeah. Yeah, man. Fuck yeah, Dallas Kurtz. Oh, fuck yeah, Todd. <laughs> um, man, like, I just love it. Like, you know, patience is a key. It's one of the keys of just enjoying life. And, like, man, I'm so juiced. Like, life is such an awesome adventure, if you want it to be. Yeah. It, it's how it's only it's just how... begun, too. Oh, dude. This is just the beginning. 30 is like up, the like... new 18, man. It is, man. It's the new 12. <laughs> well some mornings say different but <laughs> it's i love how that attitude has changed and i'm sure you can relate to this like we talked about it when you're 16 you think you only got a few more years or something and slowly it's just becoming obvious that it's not gonna end like this is just this is really just the beginning of this yeah. adventure and we're only just i i i i look at what's going on now and it's just i feel like i'm only now realizing the potential that we have as rollerbladers and the potential that that I have and like we can really create a really awesome life for ourselves. Most definitely man. network that we have is so valuable and it's so rare. Like we're sitting on a fucking gold mine, Dallas Kurtz. We are on a gold mine. <laughs> man, I like this is how like we've lived our whole life, bro. And like this is why we're so happy. Like I love it. <laughs> like it's it's amazing our life like i live a pretty awesome life my friend i know you do i uh, love it yeah I lo i'm so happy that i can be a part of it I'm, if it's it, even if it's just like a couple times a year or even once a year or just talking to you here and there like it's it's awesome to have people like you just around to just like draw from yeah well, we need to do it more often though hells <laughs> yeah we should. We need to get like Isaac Cues going again, but like meet other places and just have barbecues and campouts together. Hell yeah. We're going to meet up this summer. 
Yeah. Take oh shit. Instead of like, we won't even bring alcohol. We'll just bring Viagra pills. <laughs> just male enhancement pills all around. Woo! Party. <laughs> Dude, that that's coming up, man. Month. Like, Hell yeah. Dude, I can't wait. I can't wait just to like cheers a beer with you, give you a giant like bro hug, and get to throw on my blades with you. It's gonna be oh, awesome. God. I just I I can I can feel that. I can taste that. I can remember that. Like when when we all met up at that Princeton park. Yes. And and oh. and everyone's skating. It's like sunny and warm, and we're at this fun park. It, there's that feeling where it's like, holy shit, this is it. This is amazing. We're going to skate for the next couple of days. We're just going to skate and hang out and have some beers. This is the shit, man. And it's just like the best feeling. Oh, man. That was a magical trip. Yeah, it really was. That trip was so awesome. I'm so excited about that video. Dude, I, I, man, you know what's funny, Todd? It's like, for us, man, like, it's funny, like, most guys, like, on average, like, when they get married, it's like, oh, for the stag, let's go to Vegas and go to the strippers and everything. And then, yeah. like, all my bros were like, what do you want to do for your stag? And I was like, I want to go on a blading camping trip. <laughs> like, yeah. They're like, they're like, so you don't want to go, like, and, like, strippers or anything? And I was like, hell no. Like, uh, I have my girl. I'm like, I'd rather be, like, on my blades with my homies. Like, just, like, having the best time. Let the adventure talk itself, you know? Let let, let the adventure be its own own story and uh like that's what makes a good trip man is when you go on an adventure with all your homies whatever happens in the adventure man that's the story and like that's that's the fun part <laughs> exactly i wouldn't yeah. want to do anything else dude like it's just the best being with your bros yeah and and your hose your bros <laughs> and your hose your bros and your hose <laughs> yeah it's amazing so you're you're getting married this summer yeah, man, July twenty eighth. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. It, life, life catches up to you fast, man. That's next, nuts. Next is like babies, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I can see Dallas Kurtz as a dad. Dude, <laughs> you're gonna be a good dad. Yeah, man. With a little mini Dallas. I'll, just, I'll be like just like one of those crazy coaches. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Drop in on the ten foot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, our kids are gonna blade together one day, dude. I I can't wait to like have barbecues with you and like just like drive twenty minutes to your house and have dinner with you and Carly. Hell yeah! D double date that shit. Oh yeah, dude, that's gonna be amazing. <laughs> dude, so good. I'm I'm super happy. Nice. So you got any plans like? uh filming wise are you working on a new edit are you guys working on like any kind of video or anything well i got i got some ideas in in them working uh like a bunch of us are just getting out like trying to get some clips just like we're gonna start probably making a couple edits just to kind of get the the year started off but yeah. then like i don't know man I've, I've been thinking of some other things for myself of what i can do to like help build the scene and so like i've been kind of thinking towards like maybe just holding like a, a video online contest like for like a battle my crew canada thing again just cool. like yeah man and so i'm just kind of in the works of planning some stuff and just kind of getting a storyboard down on how i'm going to do it but hopefully in the next like couple weeks here like maybe you'll you, sol be getting something and uh i want to do like a battle my crew canada like thing man like it's always interesting like i always want to know 
what other bladers are doing like yeah. in in Canada man and so like Canada is its own cool place and like I want to see the guys ripping it in Ontario I want to see the guys ripping it in like Quebec you know and, like Newfoundland totally. like so like what what made you see that before was Battle My Crew Canada's and so yeah. like now with the internet and stuff like it's so easy to do now like you don't have to send it to like um like anyone to put on like a video anymore you can just like start a facebook page and do it and people just post a vimeo like link from it you know yeah so, it's so efficient so fast oh. did you see this edit of this kevin lapierre guy yeah, that, on the homepage of shop task I, that kid's so good man and young like he's gonna be amazing yeah like it's it's really cool to see a kid like that because like He's really learned his feet before, like, just starting to do be like the craziest guy. You know, you can, you can tell he's in control of his skates, and yeah. like, that's what makes sense. Control, intense, and that's what makes a real professional blader, man. Is like people that are in control of your blades, and like, and like we were talking about before, like, there's tons of kids and even guys that can just like 360 topsole a rail, you know, and do all this. But like watching them try skate fakie in a park is like the hardest thing they've ever done in the world. <laughs> yeah. And so it's just, it's really cool. Like to see Kevin, a young kid coming up, like have so much control of his feet. It's really cool to see. Yeah. He's got like Roscoe control. Yeah, man. And apparently he's like a super cool, positive. He's young. He's like 17 or something. That kid's like Matt, super young. Cause he has Matt Ledoux to like look up to. Yeah. He works for Leon, eh? Yeah, really? That's sick. Yeah, he works for Shop Task in Montreal. Oh, sick. Yeah, and he just skates like all the time. And it's funny, uh, Destructure offered, made an offer to him. They wanted yep. him to skate for them and work for them. And they offered him, I think, like more money than, than what Leon's giving him. And, and he turned them down. Nice. So the kid is like legit. He's smart. Yeah. He man. knows what's up. Dude, good, good for him, man. Like it's, it's a big part of learning that part of rollerblading, man, like, like, there's so many different parts to blading than just blading, you know, like, there's yeah. a lot of mind things, a lot of behind things, and a lot of attitudes to have towards things as well, and, yeah. like, it's, it's really cool, like, there's a reason why there's, there's some guys that are really good that aren't pro yet, because there's a lot more to being a pro than being really, really good on your skates. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. the, fa the fact of the matter is there's so many good skaters. Like, there's so many really good role biters. You need to stand out. You need to be different, and you need to bring something more to the table, whether it's yeah. your personality or – it's about relationships. Role biting is about, like, m meeting people in role biting, connecting with people in role biting, and, and keeping the friendships going. Like, it's all about friendships. Like, and that's the biggest thing because you can't do things on your own. Like you no. need to have a family. You need to have people who believe in you, and you need to like learn how to how to support other people and put other people up and do positive things for them and try to help your friends succeed. Like, yes, don't be like one selfish person. Like, it's all about like helping each other out and and getting everyone else hyped around you because it's when you build a big scene around you, when you make the, your rollerblading world better you're making yourself better you're making it better for everyone you know man and like that's why i'm so blessed to grow up in calgary man like the skate scene that i got to grow up in was all that attitude you know like 
the old guys like Drew Turnbull and like Sean Goudreau. Like it was amazing as a young kid. Like I started like doing some good tricks and like then I started getting cocky and like they just shut me down and and they really taught me to keep a level head and instead of being about myself, like you were saying, like be about the scene and like be about like do do what you love and promote what you love. And so like that's getting your boys juiced up. It's getting your boys in a positive attitude, you know, and like just like pushing it. And like that's what you said, like like RPT in Calgary, man, like if it wasn't for all of us still pushing it and still skating and still loving it, like that's why we're known now, not because of like me or any certain person. It's because of the scene we have here. And like yeah. that's that's the amazing thing, man. Like, you know, like you said, you're hundred percent right. When you build the scene, that's when the fame starts coming. And it's a cool thing because you're humble with that fame because you're like, I did this with my boys, you know, and so it just juices your guys up even more and and like just motivates everyone just a little bit more in, in yeah. their life and in their life as well. Yeah. And it's it's just so much better to be happy for people, like to be happy that your boy is skating good and be happy that that everyone is like excelling, like and really be out to just make just for their success. Like, yeah, that's how you become successful is you like you're giving yourself a gift. Like when you when you do things for your friends and you help them and 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 you stand by them and you skate with them for a really long time, like our, everyone in RPT, like you guys have more fun than anyone else because you guys have have developed those friendships with each other and and, and you you've worked your, at that and now you yeah. get to enjoy it and you get to see your friends push their limits man their personal yeah. limits like that's like i've seen the best rollerbladers just in canada like best role my favorite all-time rollerbladers are all rollerbladers from canada and like it's all my friends because you really get to see them push themselves to like limits that like you would never see them push themselves to and like when you get to be there for that and see them push that and and motivate them to do that like it's really really cool to see man like there's nothing better in life to, to then then to watch your friends like kill it like at paw contest when i get to skate with all my friends it's like all the best full biters i know killing it in one spot and <laughs> like it's amazing yeah. that is amazing yeah it's an amazing feeling dude it's so amazing feeling i letting where would we be without blading, bro? I don't know. I think like I, I think I would be happy. I think I would. I would. I don't know. I'd be doing something. But like rollerblading, it really has taught me so much, and it's taught like it's. It, I almost think it's because of rollerblading that I that I've that I do all the other things that I do. Like like this podcast. It's obviously about rollerblading, but this would never happen if I wasn't a rollerblader first off and even like I'm really into art like I love to draw and I think that background in skating kind of inspired me just to be a creative person in general like yeah. I didn't when I was young I didn't I wasn't like an artist like I didn't draw like throughout my high school career I got A's and B's the, the only class that I got anything lower than a B was art <clears throat> I got a C plus in art like I wasn't an artist like and I didn't take it seriously. That's why I got a C plus is because I didn't know how to like focus on art. And like rollerblading has taught me how to, I know it sounds pretty pretentious, but it's taught me how to be an artist in a lot yep. of ways. Like it's taught me about the creative process and about patience and about not being competitive and about 
bringing what you do to the table, not trying to outdo other people, but trying to find what it is inside of you that you want to do with an activity. Like role betting has taught me that freedom of like, well, I don't need to draw, um, I don't need to draw a building and have it look like a building. Like I can put lines on a piece of paper in the way that I want to do it, in the way that is pleasurable to me and in the, in the way that I feel like I'm expressing something. And I don't need to be like, I don't need to be Van Gogh. I don't need to be any artist. I can just be Todd McInerney Fuck you know, yeah. in everything that I do, like in, in writing. And I, I feel like I'm starting to do all these like creative things. And all that is because of role biting in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And, and it all comes back to like, like originally our conversation was like, just like when you were talking about like what Leon was saying about his motivation lately, like it's about being real and not caring what other people think about us. And like, yeah. it's amazing when you let that go and you just like, you take what you're thinking and what you love and what you have fun doing and you just do it for yourself and like do it not because you're trying to impress people or that, but it's amazing like how you feel. And there's only two ways it's going to go. People are going to love you or people are going to hate you. But like, you know what, you got to stay strong in yourself and just keep going on what makes you happy and what yeah. motivates you. And like, that's about being real, being like, show people who you are. Like, yeah, this yeah. is me. So either like me or, or hate me, you know? Yeah. And it's like you, you become fine with people hating you. Yeah. You learn to not give a shit. You learn to like read <laughs> roller news comments and, and read people like <laughs> hating on your skating and just not give a fuck. And exactly. so that translates into your life where let people, let the haters hate. Let gives a fuck. Hate. Like, let them hate. I'm just gonna, like, if if I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, then people will hate me. Yeah. That's how life works. Like, if you're if you're just playing it safe, then no one's gonna hate you because they have no reason to hate you because you're just doing what everyone else is doing. You don't stand out. You're not threatening. If you're doing unique things, if you're really pushing who you really are as a person, then there are going to be people who are uncomfortable with that. Yes. It's like, if no one hates you, you're not doing anything right. Exactly. And but like, do you think some, some hate is directed to jealousy though? Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. Like you think like at a skate park, like, man, we've had a lot of hate in our life being, <laughs> being bladers, you know, but yeah. like, you know, like we still do it and we still love it. And like attitudes are starting to change like around, but like back in the day, like, well, I guess maybe not back in the day, but like nowadays, like when skateboarders, like at a park, they're like, and that's like, see, Millennium's really cool now, and Camus is probably cool because like you see the same guys over and over. But like yeah. when like we used to get hate on like everyone going to the park and just like having fun ripping and like they'd make fun of us. Like I really think like it's jealousy. Like I think a lot of them were like, oh man, like I wish I could have like a big group of friends that like. We're all having beers with each other, like skating all the time with each other. They see the same guys just laughing, like having the best times of life. And like they're so serious up on top of the start ramp and like there's two and like they're just making they're just making fun of you and yeah. instead of just like being happy, like like I really think there's like a part of jealousy in there where they're like, Man, I wish I could have that. But the only yeah. way to to like show people that is to hate hate on them, you know, because they're trying to keep an image, trying to be cool. But yeah. Yeah, it man. is a lot of jealousy and it's a lot of, yeah, it's like when you, it's basically you're showing people how uptight they are or you're, you're showing them how unfree they are when you're displaying that kind of freedom, when you're doing something that, that they have been taught 
they've been taught that this thing's gay. They've been taught that it's uncool that friends don't let friends rollblade. What's the hardest part about rollblading? Telling your parents that you're gay. <laughs> they've been conditioned with these attitudes. And then all of a sudden, they're in this skate park where they perceive like this is their territory. But all of a sudden, there's all these rollbladers that are having more fun than they are. Of course, and... that's going to make them mad because they're like, oh, like, why are they, why are these, they, why are they having more fun than I am? They're doing yeah. this gay activity. I'm doing the cool shit, but they're having more fun. Fuck these guys. Like they hate it. Yeah. You know, and like, it, and... it is threatening to them. It's like, what the fuck? Am I, am I right about this? Am I doing the right thing? Like, and they, yeah, it translates, it manifests itself as hate towards, towards it, you know? Yes. And but it, it's it's really like yeah man it's really funny to like analyze that part of the extreme sports man like rollerblading is such a cool thing like because I I believe we have such a community and so like and it's a community of all different people that all enjoy like we have our punk guys you know our goth guys our really artistic guys our really jock guys you know but like when we all put on the blades we're all the same people and it's yeah. like really cool like you know like. I, I've gone out, like, with, like, my buddy, like, Kevin Monton, like, you know, and, like, he's kind of, like, when he goes out at, like, to the clubs at night, like, he, like, dresses up, like, you know, like, really, like, Asian gangster styles, right? And, like, all his buddies, like, kind of, like, you know, like, that typical, like, like, good-looking, right? And then, yeah. like, a guy with a beard and, like, just, like, <laughs> clad and, like, ripped-up jeans. And it's funny because, like, I've gone, like, drinking with him, like, over pints. And, like, you just look at a table and you see, like, all these, like, Asian guys like all dressed like to the nine like you know and then like there's this guy with like this big beard just like <laughs> good time with them just like having tons of fun and people are probably just looking at it just going like like what looks wrong in this picture <laughs> yeah know? I love that yeah I love that about skating is that yeah there's these it mixes brings, yeah man it brings it gets people to know you for who you are and that's what I love about it man it's like you like we all have our own personal things but like when you're on your blades, man, you really get to see the person for who they are. And, like, that's what makes good friendships, man. Like, I love all my friends so much. <laughs> yeah. I, would, I'd be, I wouldn't be who I am nowadays without all my friends. <laughs> yeah, no shit. You're spoiled, Dallas Kurtz. I am very spoiled. spoiled brat. I know. As, people, as an only, chi- as an only yeah. child. <laughs> people are, in this world, people are blessed to have, like, one true friend. Like, if someone has one really good friend they're so lucky. There's a lot of people who don't have like a really good friend, like someone who they can be really honest with. So if you, if you have one really good friend in this world, you're so lucky and you need to, you need to value that friendship and you need to do everything in your power to maintain it. You know, for us, we're spoiled bitches because we have like so many friends like that all over the fucking country, all over the fucking world. Dude, for sure. We are spoiled brats. We are like the richest kings ever. Like we should we should bow down and just say thank you so much for putting us in this place and time and aligning situations just right so that we got into this thing rollbiting. Like it could have it the the, the the odds of me becoming a rollbiter, that's insane. Like I moved to an area I had no idea. My parents decided to buy a house on this mountain, and it just so happened that Joey McGarry lived like right down the street. Oh man! And he was into rollerblading, and I just, 
I, I didn't see much in role biting. I just like thought Joey was a cool guy. So I wanted to hang out with him and Colin and I'd go out on my bike and just hang out while they went role biting. And then I just saw, Hey, they're having a lot of fun. I'm going to get myself from some skates. I wasn't, I didn't think like, Oh my God, role biting's the illest shit. I want to get into it. I was just thinking like, Oh yeah, that looks fun. I want to like hang out with these guys and you know, do what they're doing, like share in that. And yeah. I had no idea that it would become something I did for the rest of my fucking life. Like, yeah, man. Um, what, what was the first time that like you knew that you were going to be rollerblading? Ah, it's so long ago. It's like 18 yeah. years ago that I started skating, but, yeah. um, it, it's, it's so quickly. It's, I can't even remember it. It was so quick after I got my first pair of skates that I, I just found myself wanting to skate every day. I found myself just obsessed with it. That's we would go sick. We would go skating at five in the morning. <laughs> like we would go skating at five in the morning just because like, yeah, we should go skating really early because then no one will be around and like we don't have to worry about cars and people and we can have this whole place to ourselves. Like, yeah, and we would we were skating every day and it was like, I really like to do this. Yeah, man. I don't know. I I never thought that I would, I don't know, take it so seriously, but like – I knew that I just wanted to do that every day, and I knew I didn't want to fucking go to baseball practice anymore. Every t I remember having to go to baseball practice or going to a game, and I, I knew that like my friends were out skating. That was the worst feeling. I was like, I don't want to be doing this. I want to be out skating with my friends. I have so much more fun. My parents, I tried to quit baseball. They made me play baseball for another year before <laughs> I was allowed to quit because they're like, oh, this is just a phase. Like, you totally. love baseball and you're promising you're going to get like scholarships and stuff. You're not quitting this just to go rollerblading and you're probably going to skate for a year and then be over it. Yes. <laughs> Yo, man, I totally feel you, bro. Like, man, it's crazy. Like, I remember, like, I, my buddy had, had a skateboard ramp and they all skateboarded and then my like his parents brought him back these rollerblades and so this is probably like 92 93 and i go to his house every sunday and just like be on these blades man be on like and just like launch myself off like this wedge ramp and just like do like gay grabs into the grass but like so was there anyone was there anyone else that was rollerblading uh, or you were just rolling with these skateboarders just, just rolling with skateboarders and so yeah. like i ended up loving being on rollerblades and so um my uncle bought me a pair for my birthday, and so I just loved, like, and then as I started rollerblading more, my friends at school started to get into it as well, like, just, like, rec skating, and we'd go to the roller rink every weekend and, like, be those cool guys, you know? But, so we just, like, go on, go on, and then I remember jumping a set of stairs, and I broke my brake off my skate, like, doing a 180. <laughs> and I, I remember that I tried it right after, and I did it so much easier. And all my friends were like, whoa, like you 180, like a three set, so much easier. So we broke our brakes off and that's how we started just like riding. We'd go cruise. I lived right by downtown. So we just like cruise, cruise and man, like had so much fun. But like during that though, like I was playing a lot of soccer. So I was like real big soccer player, like pretty like high up there. And my parents, like they really always been supportive. But then as I started getting into blading, I was on a run um downtown and i saw a guy grinding this three-stair handrail downtown over and over and over like just doing like a backside down this rail and it literally stopped me in my tracks and i told my parents that's what i want to do for like my sport and they're like you, you want to do that and I was, like, <laughs> I, was like, I was like yeah like that's what i want to do and they're like 
are you serious? And I was, like, I was like, yes, like that looks like amazing. And all he's doing is a backside down a three-star rail. So um, my parents found like the Bauer front sides and I was riding like wreck skates forever. And I remember getting my first pair of Bauer front sides, man. And like ever since then, but like, it's just fun. Like growing up, like my parents, when I first said it, like I quit soccer to rollerblade and yeah. my parents were like yours, Todd, where they're just like, you're going to quit all this. Like, just rollerblade and I was like yeah and they're just like okay then as I get older my mom was just like what are you doing to your body you know like you're just thrashing your body like for nothing like what are you doing and then eventually like they just got to the point where they saw like how much passion I had for what I do and like they were just like happy with me blading and like it took a lot like they were like my parents hated me rollerblading at first because I just like wreck myself all the time I was yeah. just like, was like crazy kamikaze kids that would just like try everything and like my hips would be swollen all the time and I have like stitches and everything but like they just they just saw that I loved it and it, it's awesome yeah we it's gone, it's gone to the point where my whole family calls it rollerblading now <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh, how's skateboarding going oh I'm in rollerblading <laughs> yeah only had to correct them like 60 times over 12 years oh you're, you're too kind man 60,000 times probably <laughs> yeah like all yeah, your you still skateboarding uh, <laughs> it's like skateboarding but without the skateboard yes <laughs> and I don't go sideways I go forwards oh no go for it sorry I didn't mean to interrupt but I was just saying sorry like Men, like, and it's funny because the next time you see them and after you tell them that it's like skateboarding, but you're on rollerblades, it's literally the next time you see them, they're like, how's skateboarding going again? And you're just like, I just want to punch my, like, my, my auntie in the mouth or my uncle in the mouth, you know? <laughs> yeah, every time. You got to carry around, like, a jar. And every time they say skateboarding, they have to put a loony in the jar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. But, man, I'm so happy it's gotten to the point where, like, Everyone knows I blade now, like in my family. It's wicked. Yeah. They know, you know, that's what I love and that's what I do. And so, it's, yeah, I've yeah. I've felt that acceptance over the last few years. It's like they know that that's what I do. There's no longer any conversation. There's no longer any, like, how long are you gonna do that or like, <laughs> when like, when are you gonna stop doing such dangerous stuff? It's like people know. People know what I do, and I'm fucking 29. I'm turning 30. They know that it's not just something I'm going to stop. No, man. They've accepted it. And, yep. It, it's kind of cool to feel, though, right? Like something you've worked so hard for and, well, something you've worked so hard towards. And if you put so much time, heart, and effort, and just, like, there's so much to put into skating. And it, it's finally cool to see those rewards. Like, it's always kind of those things, like, you always, like, want your parents to kind of be, like, juiced on you for, like, being like when you're playing like sports like basketball like when your parents are watching you and you like won like you got pretty juiced on them watching and yeah you know yeah. like it's really cool to finally like see them like at a point where they're like wow like our son rollerblades you know and like it kind of makes you proud because you're like finally like they're accepting of like what i'm doing you know like this is what i do i'm not a millionaire over it but they see how much love you have and they're supportive on it and like my parents like love what I do and it's cool like it makes me feel good <laughs> yeah yeah it does feel good it feels good to have people just kind of realize that it is important to you and it is not a fad yes and it's and it's positive it's good for people to just know that I don't know just know that it's a good thing because you know that it's a good thing but it's you know 
like have you have you seen people from school like like um that you went to high school with and like yeah they, yeah and they ask you they're like so you like still rollerblading at all and then then like they think like you're gonna say no and you just yeah. read it in their mind and then you're like yeah i'm still doing it like like crazy and like they're like kind of you just see like a whole change in their eyes they're like what like like holy cow like you're still doing it and like when you say it with such confidence and like just like you're out there like bam like yeah i still blade like it's amazing they're like wow like this guy really loves what he does he has a lot of passion and it makes them see you in a different way too you know because like they think it's just a fad too but like when they you respond that yeah i'm still doing it like man it, it's made a lot of like my school friends like be like holy like i can't believe you're still doing that like you must yeah you must really love what you do. <laughs> yeah, I love that conversation because you. Yeah, you're right. They told you know that they're totally expecting you to say no, and when you say yeah, I'm I'm skating harder than ever. It's I love to tell people that. I'm so yeah. proud to tell people that, and I'm, and I'm so happy that that's the case. Like I love that conversation when that Me happens, too. and when people are surprised, it's like such a good feeling. It's I don't know. It's just like, and you know that that skating is more fun than it ever has been. It, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm so proud to say that. Man, it's, shoot, life's good. I just love life. <laughs> well, this has been really fun, dude. We all, we'll have to do this again. Um, I'd love to do it again, bro. And it, it's, it's such like, it's like a spiritual talk. It's like, sun, it's like Sunday church for me right now. Hell yeah. It's a great <laughs> way to start the day. Oh, amazing way to start the day. Are you going to go skate? I think I am. I, I, I totally, I had written that off even as a possibility because I was, I'm so fucking sore. My fucking hip looks like a baseball. It's all swollen. Um, but I, I think I'm going to go, there's like a tennis court like right by my house. Nice. I'm just going to go skate in the tennis court, do some cones. And I like to just like skate around, do some flat ground, do some cones. And like, I'll bring my, my notebook and do some drawing and write some notes and just skate around. Well, dude, I'm I'm excited for you, man. It's gonna yeah. be fun for you. I'm excited. Well, my my brother, it's always a pleasure talking to you. Oh, thank you so much for doing this, Dallas Kurtz. This has been Yo. awesome, and I'm so happy that like people can listen to this conversation. I'm so happy that people can listen to Dallas Kurtz talk for a couple hours. I think people are gonna get a lot out of this. I feel like so stoked to put this online. I want to just on, fucking edit it and get it out there. On all, on all our rambling, hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but you know what it's what what I hope people get is like a positive vibe from this and like you know just to take skating positive 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 I can't even do the word but take skating positive and uh, like just to have fun with it and just uh, don't care what people think <laughs> I, hope, I really hope they get that vibe from you man oh yeah I think people do if they're if they're anything like me they get that vibe from you that's what that's what I love about you man that's that's why we're homeboys man this is just the beginning, Dallas Kurtz. It is just the beginning. All right, buddy. Let's do this but, again, and we'll talk soon and have, have fun blading. You too, bro, and uh, talk to you soon. All right. Peace, buddy. Peace, bro.